Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Um, also, what? <laughs> well, also, I did not know that I was going to be harassed so badly about naming my kid Halo because, like... Are you serious? That's all they had. Everything <laughs> that... Every, other person that I've met is like, oh, that's so cute. And now I'm wondering those bastards. No, it is cute. It don't, don't let. <laughs> do not let the Baltimore comics get you down. <laughs> it's just a different culture over there. The one that does not celebrate Beyonce or the name Halo. <laughs> but it does celebrate like jizz culture and. <laughs> right. I was like appalled. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, here's my thing. Here, here's my take on jizz culture. Uh, if I'm going to take a plan B, it better be come a palooza for the five days that I'm, <laughs> that oh, I'm yeah, not dropping true. egg. It better and be the fact that I, The fact... <laughs> yeah, it better be fucking Bukaki Hill. And the fact that I have to explain that, boys, 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 boys. Uh, no, I should be getting laid regularly. If, you're, if, yes. if I'm going to go to the lengths to take plan B, I expect like... At least five, you know, at least four to five sessions. They don't have to be, you know, there could be two in a day. It doesn't have to be every day. <laughs> well, I also <laughs> wanted to take a dig at them to say, like, if comedians, all they have are, like, genitalia jokes <laughs> and coming jokes and sex jokes, <laughs> are they really that funny? Or are they just, oh, like, low at, at the low-hanging fruit? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I bet all their fruit hangs low just because they're old. And <laughs> probably because they're heavy because they don't come a lot. <laughs> <laughs> please they're all masturbating regularly <laughs> no we're talking about uh laugh the laugh finder podcast we were on it last night and it was super duper fun it was pretty fun i loved it um <laughs> i lost I every a game a lot of place but it, it was fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just like i'm just gonna play up my cuteness that's all i'm gonna talk about because <laughs> i got nothing you're like they I can't drag cute. me down thank you, thank you. <laughs> Plus size Barbie. <laughs> Wait, was that you? No, that wasn't me. That was them. I was never plus size Barbie I, and I Courtney Love. I would never fucking go that low. <laughs> I didn't think that was low. I thought it was awesome. It um, was pretty funny. They, they don't bother me at all because, like, you know, I've known them for so fucking long, and I, I knew, I knew what we were walking into. But I guess I, I should have. I should have done my eyelashes better. I threw them on last minute, and I was like, it looks like I have a fucking lazy eye. No, and you looked hot. I definitely knew Your that. Your background Violet was seriously the win. Yeah, Violet was. Violet, Violet was, was not impressed with my makeup, but she was like, "Okay, you on you on check, girl." Yeah, the only thing I had to do was update my background. No, no, to be no, no. I honestly believe that the reason why Violet said it, I look a lot better now than I did ten years ago. Okay, so she that's was what like, I'm guessing. Grr. Yeah, yeah, because like, and um, like, I definitely got ready and stuff, but I was definitely way more low maintenance back in the day. Now I get like more ready and done up and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it was. It was reactionary because oh, I was cute. just some, some little naive baby when they knew me. <laughs> They're like, okay, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got uh, a lot. Did you get a lot of good responses from the rape culture episode? I got great responses except for one, one sex. <laughs> one facet guess? of your life did not react well. <laughs> Anybody want to take guesses? 
<laughs> Anybody? <laughs> pretty good uh, reaction. Just people messaging me and being like, just just a few. Like, thank you for talking about this. Um, I feel like those are good reactions. Just general like, comments on the, yeah, on the talk. Yeah, like, I had a lot of, like, this couldn't be easy. Thank you for doing it. Like, you know. But the, the sect of my life <laughs> that really, really hated it. <laughs> Was my mother? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. We're gonna, we're gonna start making merch with hashtag disgrace. That's right. <laughs> my mom called me a disgrace. First of all, my mom's insane. I don't know if you guys picked that up. Uh, <laughs> She's a little insane. She sends me. Over we the have said of, like, nothing but so many nice fucking things, right, about Honestly, her, and all she I can get- hear is none of it. I get the compliment all the time. We get it from guests. We get it from, like, listeners. You are so, like, how do you guys manage to see other people's side, the, your abuser's side? So, like, the fact yeah. that she's coming at me, all for, full force. By the way, she sent me, like, three emails over the course of, like, 45 minutes, and all of them had a different tone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she was reeling, I think, for sure. Yeah. And then, she, like, she hit up Kendra. She hit up my brother. She hit up my sister. Yeah, she was just like, hey, I'm Bobby's. I know who you are. Hello. I'm Bobby and Aubrey's mom. Can you have her call me? And I was like, not getting into the middle of this. No thanks. Well, and props to Kendra because she didn't say fucking shit to me. I was like, uh, has my mom reached out? (laughs) No, you were like, like, my mom's trying to get a hold of me. And I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, I asked Lisa, I was like, "Um, has my mom hit you up? She's like, no, but thanks for the warning. And I guess she never did because I guess they said, whatever, it is what it is. Like, Bobby is who she is and she's a entity but the funny my favorite part about the whole entire thing is well a my mom was threatening me she called me a disgrace she said i show my true colors every week she, which i don't she said you were aubrey's puppet she said oh yeah but i, I want to dress the true colors one good that's a good thing it's good to be true you know it's good to show your true colors yeah <laughs> like that's not that's a, that, this whole podcast that's is not about. the put down you think it is mom <laughs> we're like thanks and then, this is the whole reason we have this thing the whole point <laughs> and then she said uh yeah that the whole podcast reeks of my older sister. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, and I felt so bad for my sister in that moment. Cause I was just like, yes. she's just never going to catch a break. Like I talked to Ob like once or twice. We text like once or twice a month and it's never yeah. serious talk. And she's always you know I mean? making we don't... comments, like good comments about the podcast are like, this made me laugh so hard. There's like <laughs> never. Well, right. But, more uh, than the... that. But my mom's so delusional. She's sitting in her five bedroom house that's filled with junk and that no one will visit because she won't let them in thinking about how we're all just plotting and scheming against her. And I'm like, are you out of your goddamn mind, mother? I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry that me telling my story is putting you on blast, but I am not sorry for telling it. Nope. And I also Once said again. to her, <laughs> I also said to her, which I thought was the funniest thing I've ever written in my life. Uh, Cause she was tagging, she CC'd my sister and my brother Zach. Um, because she doesn't like what I said in the rape culture episode, but I listened to it twice and I'm like, I don't get what she means. I don't <laughs> like, either. Like I edit it right after we got done doing it. Yes. And then since it's been on Spotify, I've listened to it twice just because like the first time I listened to it, just, I always listen to it just, you know, just to know what I'm getting. Make into. sure that there's like no editorial problems that we missed or anything. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. And then she's having like this nervous fucking breakdown <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, and she just randomly calls my cousin a bitch just out of the blue. What? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, why? What? Like, seriously, I was like, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, what are you doing? 
why are you trying to perpetuate all this ugliness? Like, I told her I was making my cousin a blanket, I think that's what it was, because my mom crochets and I crochet and I'm making my cousin a blanket. And I, my mom's like, why? And I'm like, because mm -hmm. she's an only child and that must suck. Yeah. You know? Like, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, I you know, I, I do love her. You know, she was a big part of my life. We're, we've, we're very separate, separate now. We don't really talk or anything. Yeah. But I do love her. And I was just thinking, I was probably stoned one day thinking, I'm, even though I'm not at odds with my siblings most of the time, I'm so <laughs> grateful for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to make her a blanket. And I just had well, thought about it. And instead of being like, that's so cute, Bob, she's like, and she's a bitch. And I'm Ugh. like, what? <laughs> like, what are you so fucking? Weird. I'm like, I'm so glad you're picking a fight with a 27-year-old, Bob. Way to go. 28-year-old. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, and for what? And then the f <laughs> so the funny line that I did was um, I was like, oh, why are you tripping? I'm like, Zach's been writing albums about your abuse for the f at least a decade. I'm like, oh, but you don't listen to his music, so you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> because she doesn't support Zach. she doesn't otherwise she would be exploding a zach uh yeah and then i sent like you know my responses are always super eloquent <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty that was pretty quick i like that <laughs> yeah like and like it was like i mean i sent you that my response like i wasn't shitty to anyone i was just like you're nuts dude like and she's like you're we're done i'm never talking to you again i was like okay bye like <laughs> We haven't been talking, favor. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, so I you won't be hitting up my friends to get in touch with me? That's cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was like, uh, what the? What in the toxic mom shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like, what are you doing, mom? You don't want me to talk about you on my podcast? Well, then stop giving me such great material, please. <laughs> like, first, first of all, I had to go to my spam folder to find your email. Okay. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's usually where you find me. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that, like, she eventually changed her tune. Uh, she's like, I got talked to Zachy. Um, <laughs> and after talking with him, she's discovered that she's had some questionable experiences in her life. Of with course. Men. But I was well, also like, that what Zach, Zach's rooting me? for me. <laughs> is that is that is it my concussions is that why i beat you constantly right um no well no, i mean i'm not it's par for the course no, i'm not surprised yeah. that she's had you know i mean she was raised a mormon girl in the 70s of course you know no sh no surprise yes. and her husband was a meth head like not a right. surprise right um and she was cute not a surprise <laughs> right because you have to be cute to get raped right um <laughs> rape culture but uh i guess zach's going to bat for us once again um thanks zach zachy 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 wacky packy um but i really feel like the reason is and because i've been thinking about this and i need to give zach his due diligence the reason why i struggle with zach so hard is because i know he's in pain you know what i mean yes like he was the least favorite of my mom and my dad growing up my mom would go to his shows watch all the bands and then leave when he started to play are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding you at all. Like, she would do that, and it would hurt him deeply. And he'd just be like, ah, whatever, you know? <laughs> like, he's playing this, like, you can't you can't affect me game. Yeah. But come on, man. <laughs> so, like, I I mean, maybe that's why I was such a fangirl for him, because I went out of my way. To make sure to he just, was appreciated. Yeah, because Zach is this talented guy, and he didn't get a lot of love from our parents. Like, my dad was such a dickhead to him like such mm -hmm. a dickhead mm 
Mm-hmm. I think actually the reason why Zach has a gap is because my dad threw a can of peanuts at him and it hit him in the lip. It hit him in the mouth. Really? Yeah, and it split open his lip and it, like it like cracked open his gums. And I, he has a huge gap. I don't know if that's why. <laughs> sure. But, I mean, that Causation, happened. correlation. We'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> yeah. But I have always just, like, Zach's a t- he's a tough nut to crack. And I do appreciate how he's being the guy that I've always known who's just thinking critically and being, like, talking my mom down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it sounds like he talked her down. I'm sorry. We all still have to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when my brother Jake hit me up, he's like, do you want to talk to mom? And Ab asked me too. And I was like, no, I have one. An- I want one question answered. And that's who said Zach assaulted them? Because I want to get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if she doesn't have anything to say to me about that, I don't want to hear about it. And I'm like, and mm-hmm. if she didn't say that, she needs to take it up with Zach straight up. <clears throat> but I do love Zach a lot. And he's frustrating the fuck out of me, Zachary. <laughs> but... You know, um, something that you said just now remind me of something that like happened to us all the time. My mom just like never fucking showed up. My brother mm-hmm. has very specific memories of like having his band concert, looking out into the crowd and yeah. mom wasn't there and she was too busy like doing her own thing and worrying about herself to like worry about her kids. Mm-hmm. And well, there's this Mormon quote that says like, no success can compensate for failure in the home. And I think that's mm-hmm. number one is like, no matter how much your siblings fucking show up for you it's not the same, it's not the same as, as your, your mom. parents yeah. yeah well and he zach is lived in salt lake his wife's from arizona they got married in bryce canyon and i know it's because he wanted my mom there and she didn't show up to his wedding are you fucking kidding me no she didn't she goes they already eloped because they had like a secret wedding which is fine but their like ce- wedding celebration was at ruby's Inn in bryce canyon they got married in bryce canyon and she's just like no i don't feel like it so it's just like that's fucking hurtful. I know, and it's like Zach is a tough guy. He's tough. Like that's where I get my toughness from. That's where I always will credit Zach for how tough I am. But how could he not be hurting? How could his inner child not be just like crying all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I know I'm hard on him. You're right, Andy. I am hard on him. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but I think it's because I'm frustrated, and also because I feel like he doesn't really respond. He doesn't know how to respond to kindness because mm. he's definitely made our relationship seem weird at times. Yeah. And it's like, I just love you so much. Like you're my big brother, you know, that's all. For sure. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, hashtag disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag disgrace. That'll come out around uh, whenever we get to the merchandising of this thing. <laughs> no, I think November start, like start planning on getting some, uh, is this the place merch for the holiday, the holidays, the holidays. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, then I have a goal now. I'm going to just write that down. Merch no, I mean, I think you're way more concerned about merch than I am just because I've, d- I've been doing it for so long. I'm like, it's going to take am. Like 20 seconds. Yeah. Like that's going to be that's going to be where you shine, baby girl, because yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I already it's already all in my head. It's all up here. <laughs> I have some ideas, too. <laughs> you're like, I that terrifies me. Listen, it's a uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't terrify me at all. I know you're genius. I just know that we are both <laughs> ADHD people. And we're both writing full ass essays in our head before we even put it to paper. I'm just worried about when I'm going to put it to paper. Like I need a deadline. (laughs) No, I think, I think, um, I just need sweater, sweater weather to come and like sweaters, mugs, stuff like that. So like your first, um, soup and a bread bowl day is when that's when it's due. Um, I know that's, (laughs) 
I'm so sorry we're partners. I feel so bad for you every time. <laughs> every time we have one of these conversations. But I did clean a house in Park City this morning, and it was 40 degrees out there this morning. So. Ooh, okay, so it's happening. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go clean right. a house after this, honestly, because like, the also Peters to, weren't done. I also have to get my bachelor's degree sometime. <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> I got, I got merch, girl. I got some merch. Cool, cool. <laughs> okay, uh, so I to talk to you about. Oh yeah, tell me. You have an update. I have an update about um, you guys. We have an update. It's not like Steven, a fun update, but it's an update. It is a fun update. I think. I think it's a good update. Stephen Benjamin, you guys. Stephen Benjamin. Until I hear his actual voice, I won't be satisfied. Okay, fair. Because <laughs> when you guys hear the update, we have. You'll have to write in and tell us what you think. So, yeah, I was trying to get Stephen Benjamin's sister to guest on a podcast episode on a fireside. The reason why I wanted to do that is because I was up one evening on marijuana connected to the ether (laughs) thinking, what can I do to further the effort in, in helping the messages that we love him reach him. So I was thinking like merchandising of like donating a mug to a thrift store near you and maybe he'll pick it up. I have no idea what I was thinking, but it was Ooh, it, that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's I was thought a really was like, fun idea. Yeah, I love that. I was like donate $3, we will mail <laughs> you a mug and you donate it to a thrift store. But um that's no longer necessary, you guys, because after I reached out to Nicole, <laughs> maybe we will do that. Uh, after we, I reached out to Nicole, she actually posted an update to the Facebook group. And I reached back out to her and I said, thank you so much for updating. Like, of course, we don't need you to come back to the podcast to give us the full story because right. we, I think you know where they are. So here's the update. Nicole says... Hi, everyone. Thank you for your continued interest in reaching out to Stephen. The outpouring of love here is so uplifting to see. I am Stephen's sister. I wanted to post an update on what we know of his whereabouts. We know with some certainty that he was living in Salt Lake City until quite recently and moved to the West Coast during the summer. So I think this must mean summer 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, we are. We also know that he knows, present tense, we are looking for him and interested in getting back in touch. But he has chosen not to respond yet. As we share this information, we appreciate continued sensitivity and respect for his choices. We do not know his reasons and could not speculate, but we are grateful for the many voices of love here. Okay. I mean, I I think that's totally reasonable, but again, like, my guard's always up with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know well, if this is, like... coming from the family, right? <clears throat> and he's cutting off the family. Right. So it's like, okay, until I hear from him, or so, just, like, see a picture of him or something... I'm not satisfied. Sorry. I mean, like, Steve, call me and tell me to fuck off. You can do it, bud. <laughs> email us. You can, you can come email us and be like, I'm alive. Shut up. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I mean, again, it's like calling my mom and asking how I'm doing. She doesn't fucking know. All she knows is I'm a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> we know he's alive. 
Well, do we? That's do what we that's though? what the email says. I mean, right? do we? Like that's what it says, right? Like we know he's right. receiving messages or something. So, anyway, Stephen. <laughs> here I go calling him Stephen now. Steve <laughs> Benjamin. Oh, it is Stephen Benjamin. What the hell am I thinking? I'm on weed, guys. Do <laughs> not listen to me. Stephen Benjamin. I feel like I Here's called him one bolt. for you. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. This is going to be a wreck. <laughs> uh, hey, Steve. Yes, hello. Oh, also going back to the rape culture episode, um, the Becky story. One of the guys involved in that did reach out and he was like triggered pretty hard. Um, mm. He did give us permission, but he was pretty tri- he's been pretty triggered. And mm. we talk like every day. I just to be so expected, I, make sure he's okay. I think, with that. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. And he was kind of like, you didn't get it all the way right. And I'm like, like the morning of, he was he seemed a little frantic. And I get mm-hmm. that. I totally fucking get that. And he's like, when I heard the words, he's like, my guts were like twisted. He's like, I hated, yeah. he's like, I hated reliving it. I hated the whole thing. That's trauma response for sure. And then he just starts listing all the times he's been sexually assaulted by men and women. Oh, <clears> my God. And I was just like, fuck, dude, you're triggered, huh? And he's like, I hate that word, but yes. And Well, can, um, can I tell you my theory on trigger? Triggering is a, a magnifying glass on right. the parts that you need to get healed, like that you need to work towards healing. Like mm-hmm. so many things trigger me on a daily best basis and people don't even mean to. But when I notice that I'm triggered, I'm like, oh, that that part of my soul needs a little bit more healing. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yep. Well, and I totally agree with that, too. And he hasn't been sleeping much. And then he told me that he, like, slept all day the other day. So mm-hmm. I hope I had something to do with His that. His soul's I hope had something exhausted. To do with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I told him, I was like, hey, man, like, write a statement or whatever or call me. He was like, I'm going to call you. And then he never did. So I think he had, like, the day to think about it and be, like, okay with it. I don't know, though. I'm kind of speaking out of school. But, um you know, I told him that my mom said I was a disgrace. He's like, you're not a disgrace. He's like, that was a really good episode. Like, so <clears throat> I don't know exactly <laughs> what mm-hmm. to say about that, whether mm-hmm. we were, I, or whether, whether we were, we got it wrong or he was triggered. Uh, we'll probably have more info on that later um, in life. But I also don't like to hear that, you know, I don't want Becky to hear that she triggered him either. It kind of bugs me, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> the effect is still there and that sucks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's kind of our update. Should we do this damn bitch? Well, I wanted to lead off with a... This uh, this episode is about criminal activity around Mormonism. Whoop, whoop. whoop. <laughs> my God, we did not. That was our At first jinx time? of the whole... You owe me some Coke. <laughs> I will. I'll send it over for Christmas. <laughs> White Christmas! Oh, my God. So, um... This is about criminal activity surrounding Mormonism. And this is this topic has been on the docket for quite some time mm-hmm. because we have to throw in a little bit of Mormon stuff every now and then. It is Utah Duh. after all. <laughs> so, but something that just happened perfectly melts into this topic here. So I wanted to ask you, Bobby, officially never talked to you about it before. I want to hear your thoughts about the Lula Rich Amazon Prime documentary. (laughs) 
Oh my god, I was obsessed. I did, I watched all four. I watched four hours of it in just one sitting. The whole thing. Yeah, like you text me and you're like Lula Rich is on, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then you're like the Lula Row thing, and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I was just, like, I was hooked, and I love how batshit crazy she is and how she, like, really encapsulates, like, the entrepreneurial Mormon spirit. Oh, my God. Yes. Because, like, she, like, yeah, I've been just, like, we've talked about the MLM. I've been to at Equinox, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is so... And that's how it starts too, where it's like, yeah, I started like, that's always our story. Like I started doing this and I just had the, I just had the drive. That's just what I did. I had the drive. And it like, I remember my mom, my mom got in a rollover once on her way to an Equinox thing. Her car was full of Equinox shit and she was trying to sell it to the EMTs. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. She got oh a rollover God. in a snowstorm. <laughs> so I was like, uh, perfectly captures it. What did you think about it? So I watched it. I watched the three hours and then I was like, listen, I have to go to bed because my kid. You're like, I got no a kid what. and a bachelor's degree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a, a failing bachelor's So I was like, I got to go to bed. But instead stayed up until 2 a.m. anyway, talking, texting my cousin in California. About um, it? <laughs> yeah, no, just about. <laughs> Life. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, la, 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 la. Anyway, we were just joking back and forth. Um. But the next day, I finally watched the end. And by the end, listen to how much of a sucker I am. You were like, I could do it. <laughs> I was. <gasps> no! It, it was so interesting to me that, like, my late night inebriated thoughts were like, it sounds like they fixed their th- shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's not a, a lot of, there's it's not a balloon anymore. But then I was like. I'm a little concerned that I am the kind of person that would join another cult. Like what is, what the hell's wrong with me? So I text my friend and she was like, it's because it's the most familiar thing. The thing about it is, is like people outside of Utah might not think that this is such a big thing. I mean, they might not understand it because I think that like the MLM world is so closely connected to Mormonism that it feels very comfortable for us to be here. Mm-hmm. but yeah 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 no i think that's i think that's a totally because we we said that in the mlm like the cult episode because like mlms and mormonism do kind of go hand in hand because there's like some sort of i don't know if it's the energy well, i don't know what it is but there's like something that is very familiar with it yeah and i don't, I don't know what it is yeah, i so think I it's also like... i think it's every mormon's desire to get rich every human being's desire to get rich i remember when wyoming was the 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 jackpot was like so fucking much <laughs> and it was the last night so me and one of my gay f- work friends were like let's let's go over to wyoming and get a fucking lottery ticket you know yeah and it was crazy to me how many mormons clearly mormons were there with desperation on their face mm-hmm. just trying <laughs> to get rich quick and it's like so they're obviously struggling in their own self and the religion they're in isn't helping their mental health status. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel Seriously. like that's very similar because it's like, well, you're just not trying hard enough. You know, like you just don't love God enough. You're not yeah. um, getting it enough. Like that's like, we talked about the counselors where it's like, well, you need to pray more. Yeah. And same thing with the LuLaRoe thing. It's you need to just get out there more. You need to sell yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is on you. Why aren't you doing better? It's like, I don't know. Cause every third house is a LuLaRoe fucking representative. Yeah. The market saturated, right? 
Yeah. So like, um, I was watching Schitt's Creek and they had that like skincare line that they were like, come on girls, buy it. And then like, they're like, yeah, I'm a, I'm an ex and I'm a director or whatever. Like I'm a district leader, whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but something that's so funny to me is that when I was in Kayani, my leader told me like directly MLM business is exactly like Mormonism. Like, mm-hmm. you got this. You can do this. It's very familiar. All you have to do is attend your weekly meetings, just like you attend sacrament meeting. And you have to bring some friends, just like missionary work. And if you have to put in the work, like scripture study and prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Totally. I cannot imagine <laughs> watching the Lula Rowe, the Lula Rich documentary without attributing it to Mormonism the whole time. Yeah. It was just so bonkers to me. Well, they're also Mormon, so it's easy. Right. <laughs> you know, like, but I, yeah, like, everyone in Equinox was Mormon, you know, mm-hmm. like, it was just very easy to, like, drink the Kool-Aid. Sorry. Let's drink the Flavor-Aid. Um <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, it was, it's very just like surreal and weird and like very blamey and like, I don't know. The whole thing was just intense. And that guy, like their relationship was the perfect thing too. Cause he's pretty much putting down women the whole time. The entire fucking time. Yes, yeah. He like, was like, in, in like the most positive way possible. Oh, he was like, <laughs> women are so, so good. So wonderful at connecting. So wonderful at taking care of their family. Blah, 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 blah. And they have all this time on their hands. And all I could hear was him thinking to himself, how do I exploit this resource? Well, and let's talk about he's married a woman with seven children. Do you think she the fact that she went to Arizona? I mean, like, obviously the kids were watching each other or whatever. Who was watching the kids? You know what I mean? Like, let's not sit here and pretend like um, being a mom is not a full-time fucking job. So to put that guilt on. Yeah, I'm on the one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, put that guilt on top of it. Yeah. Where it's like, well, this could help you contribute. You know, your husband doesn't need to do all everything. And it's like, he doesn't do everything because I'm raising the kids. Right, right. (laughs) He's making the money so I can raise our children. We have a lot of hot takes about this, honestly. (laughs) I just wanted to give the statistic that there are at least 15 major MLMs in Utah County alone, generating billions in annual revenue and making direct sales the second biggest industry in Utah behind tourism. Um, And we have five national parks, to put that in perspective. Right. And everybody comes to them. (laughs) Yeah. Like everyone from all around the world. (laughs) That's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. That's nuts. I just think it's it's a little. I mean, I'm not surprised, honestly. Like Provo. Like, hello. I feel like the whole freeway is just like an MLM. (laughs) It is. Line after line, you're like, oh, which one do I join? <laughs> it's it's getting so bad that I am concerned about the billboards that I see in Utah County advertising for jobs if they are for MLMs. Because, you know, there's a corporate side to MLMs, just like that those oh, guys yeah. that worked in the home office. Mm-hmm. Um, people I know work for MLMs so right. <laughs> or have worked for MLMs on the corporate side. So I'm just thinking, like, yeah. It's crazy. The connection I wanted to make, though, is because we're going to be talking about criminal activity. How interesting. 
it is that they have a class action lawsuit. And what do you think of like their depositions and everything? I don't think, you know, honestly, and this is going to be mean, I guess. Maybe it's because I grew up with this shit. If you're going to fall for that shit, man, you reap what you sow. If someone (laughs) told me, I'm I'm being straight up straight to God, like, (laughs) like, maybe this is why I'm like out of the church. I'm like, "Uh, I don't think I need to give God money (laughs) to be (laughs) involved in this. So it's like, I do believe that you can like, I mean, I'm a server and a bartender for Christ's sake. Like, obviously I believe that I am in charge of making my own money. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm not going to pay someone to work a place. No. You know, like it, sometimes I get bugged if I, have, if I have to buy a uniform. I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah. well, then I, oh, I won't wear one. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like to True. me, I'm like, no, like I, I saw my mom get take like, it was like either a thousand or 3000 for my grandpa to get Equinox going. And I think she did well for like the first six months, but it's like, you can only, you can only go so far. Yes, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just not. So I don't really feel bad for people to get caught. I mean, I do, but I don't, I think it's interesting. I don't understand the mindset. Cause I'm just like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, I think there is not a correlation between Mormonism and criminal activity and MLMs. I just think that we all happen to live in the same weird soup of it. Well, and I, you know I mean? again, yeah, I get, I think we don't have a lot to do here because a, it's desolate. <laughs> like Salt Lake yes. is <laughs> that was hot. Uh, Salt Lake is <laughs> uh, not even a big city, and it's our biggest city in the in the state. We have mm-hmm. you know all these restrictions, whether it be travel, weather, or religion. You know what I mean? Liquor laws. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Like, of course, of course. And everyone is just like bored and thinks that money, even though we're meant, we're we're raised to be like, don't worship money. Everyone here worships money. It's weird. It's (laughs) true. Everybody does. It's true. And they love altering their physical appearances with their money. (laughs) It's just weird lines. Like, it's weird. Well, I mean, I feel like everyone we know has been in an MLM, you know? Yeah. But like, do you think they all deserve... I think I think if they said we'll buy back, here's what I do think. In their policy, they said we'll 100% buy back everything, yep. and then they went against it. Then they, yeah, yep. they should they deserve to pay. Yes. They should pay for that. Yep. But other, other than that, I'm like I don't really know what to tell you. Like if the quality, if the product hadn't gone to shit, it would still be big, probably. Yeah. Or at least like it would be like okay, well, there's a lot of people. It got popular or it lost popularity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just yeah. like there are trends in fashion. There are trends in supplements you know so yeah i don't know Hmm. what are your thoughts well my thoughts are i just wanted to have the basic thing that says i don't think that that mormonism is causation for but i think there is a lot of correlation Mm -hmm. because the founder of mormonism (laughs) was quite the criminal Mm, did you know about this uh I feel like in a past life I did. I, you're going to have to re-educate. Okay. So <laughs> I will. Sit down, boys and girls. Sit down. And they's. Ladies. Um, I, um, of course, people think that and have had some pretty decent claims for the plagiarism. This is not a crime. Plagiarism, plagiarism is not a crime. It will get you in trouble in your university but um is it really not a crime i don't know is it 
I don't know, plagiarism. Um, so this is like the the first charge is that like he plagiarized a lot of the religion and a lot of the Book of Mormon um, with different resources and books that were around at the time that he was. It's not illegal in most situations. Oh, good. Thanks for doing that. That's great. <laughs> so there's that. Um, also, there is uh, reports of Joseph Smith plagiarizing the Temple Covenants from the Mason masonic Mason, temple masonic rituals shit, yeah. yes so well there's something those isn't illegal doesn't mean it's not dishonest right like right, yeah, right, I, don't, right. I don't care the law doesn't determine what's honest and not honest to me like that's right. all dishonest to me right so those are just like there's um that's those are not the things that i'm talking about today today i wanted to talk about the actual crimes okay let's go so in march of 1826 um judge albert neely uh what is the word called when he charges like charging like a charge yeah a criminal charge charge issued his first criminal charge yeah to joseph smith for being a disorderly person about like (laughs) charge like civil war like soldiers lined up charge Different setting, a court setting. <laughs> he smacked his Mine's gavel butter, and but said, whatever. <laughs> he just said, I, I charge thee with um, disorderly person. So a disorderly person charge, which was disputed. Oh, By the way, disorderly conduct charge before. So I yeah, guess yeah, Joe yeah. Smith and I have that in common. <laughs> you have a lot in common, honestly. Oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> Mormonism being the main one. <laughs> yeah. But um, so... Excuse me. That was disputed. And by the way, all of this source is uh, Wikipedia. So donate Donate three dollars this time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Second charge, June of 1830, disorderly person again by Judge Joseph Chamberlain. And he pled not guilty. Um, 1830, again, disorderly person with a uh, judge of three justices forming a court of special sessions so i don't know what that means but seems like a they pretty a special big deal. session <laughs> yeah they were like joseph joseph like, we'll snip this in the butt. <gasps> maybe this is the inspiration for bishops and their counselors uh, having a little mini court and asking women about their sexual exploitations uh or adventures Perhaps. really <laughs> to see if they qualify for their temple recommend back interesting Three justices forming a court of special sessions. Anyway, February of 1837, seven years later, the religion... Are you still there? Yeah. Okay, God. I don't want to do this again. (laughs) I mean, I hate it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, February of 1837. Now, the church is already established, I think. I'm a bad Mormon. Um, He was charged with illegal banking. And he pled guilty. Uh, he was tried in absentia. 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 Yeah. Um, did he, was he like making like fake money or what? Yeah. So I think this has to do with. Um, Wasn't he trying to like make his own little the bank like, of territory? Kirkland. Yeah. He was trying to make his own bank. Mm-hmm. And so he was charged with illegal banking. Uh, he was each, they were each fined uh, $1,000. Um, June Which is a 18- shit ton back then, huh? Yeah. Oh, you want to know? $1,837. $1,837 today. 
Do you like how we do our homework while we're doing the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's about, bro. Hello. $1,000. $1,000 in 1837. Today would be... <laughs> what? Like 600 Twenty-eight thousand dollars. Twenty-eight thousand five. Okay, I guess my my brain was bigger than I thought. (laughs) That's still a lot, guys. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, mean, I don't have that. I I don't have that. that. (laughs) 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 Oh man. So then, um, eighteen thirty-seven. There was a charge for conspiracy to murder Grandison Newell. I think that's a. Again, did not do my homework, but charged him uh, conspiracy to murder somebody and the charges were dismissed mm-hmm. january 1838 banking fraud this is also joe smith yeah this is okay. just joseph smith guys uh august 10th 9- 1838 threatening judge adam black <laughs> he just keeps threatening people <laughs> um so oh my god maybe we're related <laughs> <laughs> My mom. It's just, it's, it sounds like Carolyn. It just sounds like some Carolyn moves here. <laughs> so, like the banking fraud uh, charge, he fled from Ohio to Missouri. So he never was convicted of that. And then the threatening Judge Adam Black thing, uh, grand jury hearing scheduled, but Smith fled to Illinois. So this guy's on the run now. Okay, you got it. Um, I got it. He's running. <laughs> November twelfth, eighteen thirty-eight. He was charged with treason against Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. It's a cute shaman. Uh, he escaped custody and fled from Missouri to Illinois. So they brought him back to Missouri and then they, he fled again. August 1842. Like, shackle him down, folks. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wily dude. Uh, August 1842. Conspiracy to murder Governor Boggs. We'll get to him in a minute. Um, uh, and he didn't get charged because he was in hiding from August 10th to December 30th. He surrendered and was freed by U.S. District Court on January 2nd, 1843. So this guy is just like racking in the jail time. <laughs> um, something I find is very curious about He's this whole thing. He's getting street cred. Just, is, you know, let it roll. He's getting is, street cred. Is that Mormonism <laughs> tells us that he was in jail quite a lot. It really does. Yeah, I know. Like, there's there's whole sonnets written about it. Yes. And, and how so, persecuted like, he was. Yes. And so it's, like, funny to hear, like, the Mormon side of this is, like, Mormons were persecuted so much that they mm-hmm. trapped Joseph Smith in these jail things on, quote, trumped up charges. So it's, huh. like, they're, like, It sounds, like, really familiar. And you just use the keyword here, Trump. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I, they actually say that over the pulpit in in uh, general conference is that they say I know I'm just saying it reason- sounds familiar. Yes, <laughs> so I think it's so funny that they are telling a half truth here. These aren't trumped up charges. He's actually doing this shit. So anyway, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> okay, so this is uh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This is that's the tenth one. So this is the tenth one. Uh treason against Missouri. So then in eighteen forty three. I'm starting Gina- to like him more. <laughs> I'm like, damn it feels good to be a gangster. Um June sixth, eighteen forty three, again, treason against Missouri. Um so but like, I know how many times can guy. you charge? <laughs> a lot. 
Uh, Illinois courts rejected Missouri's requests for extradition. So they had to dismiss the case because Illinois was like, no. Mm-hmm. May 1844. Here are the uh, charges. Perjury, <laughs> fornication, and adultery. Damn. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> Bukaki Hill. And <laughs> gross. <laughs> you guys have to listen to the Laugh Finder pod for that yeah. inside joke. <laughs> uh, June 11th, 1844. He was charged with inciting a riot. He was Been granted there. a $500 bail. That's like $15,000. See that quick uh-huh. math? I just did 14000 Boom. Nice. Nailed it. You did it. <laughs> uh, June uh, 1844, he was charged with treason against Illinois. And all three of the last dates that I mentioned, the last charges, uh, were not followed through with because he was killed while awaiting trial. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, if you want to really just hear some shit about it, pick up my servant Joseph on the compact disc. <laughs> Your nearest Deseret book. Oh, and remember, I'm sure, I'm sure it's when you open a book somewhere. from Deseret book, you open a very something door. Very wide door or something. I don't know. Nice door. You open a book from Deseret book. You open a very... It's nice, nice door. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sing it out. Had to sing it out, guys. I apologize. You know. <laughs> oh, man. So that's that. Um, I want to ask you. Do I think Joseph Smith is a gangster now? Yeah. <laughs> How? Uh, <laughs> we didn't know about these crimes. Uh, I mean, but I'm not surprised. I feel like persecution kind of is a blanket statement that we use. Persecuted, persecuted, persecuted. You know, they were fl- always fleeing persecution you know you can be a victim if you want to be it's it's fine (laughs) like maybe the comeback to this stuff is like well that's wikipedia but like and that's the well yeah but like also but it's also like like, what we know is the court cases exist these court documents exist right and what we know is technically they were the victors because they got over the rockies and then they wrote the history so that's what we know about it so it's just like it's like uh, you know that like Russia pretty much won World War Two, right? I didn't know that until my brother married a Russian, and then <gasps> once you like deep dive in it, Russia pretty much won World War Two. We come in taking credit. I mean, don't oh, don't get yeah. me wrong, we helped with the effort hugely, but Russia pretty much won World War Two. Wow, interesting. <laughs> Who is writing the stories? Well, we will get to that yeah. um, kind of theme well, again and then, when we and, talk about modern Mormon religions as well. So I right. want the listeners to remember that, but continue. Remember! <laughs> it's a very important word. Mm-hmm. It's in the Book of Mormon a lot. What, uh, persecution? No, remember. Oh. Remember, remember. Um, the 4th of December, the 4th of November. <laughs> no, it's just scripture. We'll do it later. Oh my God, um, Thomas and Buzz will be here the 4th of November. <gasps> We have to tell the people. Make sure you buy your tickets, 4th of November. Um, Metro Music Hall, Tommy Simbazo Comedy. <laughs> Him and Kendra will be dorking out over her cricket for the hours before it, probably <laughs> after it, too. I'll be like, teach me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use this thing. It just I'll just try. I'm like, I just dropped him off at a play date at Kendra's. <laughs> I'll pick him up when it's dinner time. <laughs> we would get along very well. Um, I think you guys are friends. Like, I saw you guys, like, chit-chatting. Yeah, when I was having fine. difficulties, you guys were, you guys were, you guys are friends. It's adorable. It's, it's easy yeah. to be friends with Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. November fourth. 
So I have some more stuff. That was the, the, <laughs> the criminal. Uh, our criminal accounts. beginnings. <laughs> yeah, a beginnings of Mormonism. Beginnings. So I wanted to ask you, um, Governor Boggs. This Governor Boggs character, he definitely um, set out a extermination, like wanting wanting the Mormons to leave. Do you know mm-hmm. anything about that still? No. In fact, I thought you said Governor Bob's at first, and I was so <laughs> stoked. I'm like, I'm the governor! Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. The, um, you're fine. It was called the um, Mormon Extermination Order. Which well, that's, is an not, executive... that's not cool, you know? No, it was uh, Missouri Executive Order Number 44, uh, issued on October 27th, 1838. And um, so what it essentially said was that you could kill mormons um, oh okay so it, it was actually kill not just run them out so this is like some nazi germany shit yeah with the jews what was his reason behind it just because he didn't like their style or because he was well, like their their guy's a criminal there was a lot of tensions between um well, the all mormons. the treason charges yes there was a lot of tensions <laughs> between the mormon people joseph smith the places they were inhabiting where they would like justify themselves into like kind of ransacking neighborhoods and then like keeping all of the cool stuff for them like there were a lot of recorded instances of the mormons doing bullshit to the people that they were like around so the the uh, governments yeah the governments were getting pissed off and they were like you guys got to get out of here so it's kind of like the mob kind of like how like juliana got rid of the mob right Right, right, right. But like, you also you can't say you can kill them if you want. But again, this is the Wild West, and so they're just like Native American status. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, um, so there was a couple of uh, bad battles here with the Mormons. There was one at Hans Mill, um, where they killed a lot of um, men and women and children. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was. I'm going to look real quick. Who's they? Like the government or the Mormons? The people who were the citizens of Missouri, who were like, "Get the fuck out." Yeah. Um, it was pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I'm not because I don't want to dwell on that. Um, right. But because of all of this stuff, that's why a lot of the Mormons moved from settlement to settlement to settlement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they ended up in Nauvoo and Joseph Smith ended up in Carthage jail. Now Carthage jail is where Joseph Smith was murdered. Mm -hmm. Um, he was there because he just, he tried to destroy a printing press and the reason. Okay. Yeah. They tell us that. Yeah. What is the reason behind that? I forget. The Nauvoo expositor. (laughs) I, I have to um because I can't keep all of these things in No, you have you have better things to do with yes, your brain. Yes, my I brain. So I just have a <laughs> list of all of these resources that I'm like clicking and clicking and clicking. So uh-huh. um it was um published only one issue on June seventh, eighteen forty four. Um the publication and the destruction of the printing press ordered by Joseph Smith set off a chain of events that led to Smith's death. So the publication was going to declare Joseph Smith and Nauvoo um, as they were going to print stuff that were like kind of 
expository things. Oh, obviously, the Nauvoo expositor. So um, they didn't want that stuff to get out. So that's why they ordered it to be destroyed. And I think they set it on fire or something. Suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Like, what do you got to hide? Show me what. Show me what you got. I want to know. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime, this is where I think. I'm getting a little tangled because these are kind of now theories that I have not researched. So I want to know your thoughts. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm so okay. excited to kind of drop this on you guys. Okay. So remember at the beginning, how I talked about Joseph Smith being accused of plagiarizing parts of, or in its entirety. And I've confirmed with an actual girlfriend of a Mason that the Masonic temple ritual is pretty spot on mm-hmm. to the Mormon temple ritual. Right. So when I mean, Joseph I'm not surprised, yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> Joseph Smith is in Nauvoo or in Carthage jail, a more a mob comes, storms the jail, and kills Joseph Smith. Joseph right. Smith also had weapons that he was firing back with. And there was like four people involved in this little room. Did Damn, you know? It feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> no, he. I mean, he just might be your new. Uh, I might have like a crush on Joseph crush Smith. On I'm yeah, like, because, oh shit, because that Butch Cassidy thing. So, oh yeah, <laughs> you're, you're in love with the criminals, man. Um, I'm in love with the criminals. <laughs> so my theory is, okay, so. Joseph Smith's last words were, I think I know this because I've heard it at 530 in the morning being sung. Oh, Lord, my God. Mm. Okay. Do you remember in the um, Temple Covenants when I when we talked about how there used to be penalties for talking about the rituals? Yeah, I think they're on the theme song. Yeah, <laughs> slitting your throats. Theme song. This is a Fresh Prince moment. Slitting your bowels. Uh-huh. I think that the mob that was him. made of masons mm-hmm. to pay back for him telling like, the temple secrets. Yeah, publicizing their r- rituals. Yes. So this is from Google. I don't know where I got it. <laughs> Among the Brotherhood of Freemasons, there is a grand hailing sign of distress. O Lord, my God, is there no help for the widow's son? According to Masonic Code, any... Oh, shit. Fucking hell. Any (laughs) um, Mason who hears another Mason utter the grand hailing sign must come to his aid oh so he was like they were killing him and he was trying to like be like i'm one of you yeah i think so because it's oh lord my god uh-huh. but then as he's saying that joseph he's smith is falling open. out the window <laughs> to his death oh he felt okay cool so well i mean fuck around and find out huh joe <laughs> uh technically we're fucking around and finding out too (laughs) so we'll see today the podcast did not work on spotify for like an hour two people text me my brother and stephanie hey y'all 
uh, saying, <laughs> what's happening with your podcast on Spotify? And this is what I thought immediately. The masonry. The, the, the Mormons. No, the Mormons FBI agents fucking found <laughs> out about me. They disabled my voice and my podcast and they're coming to my house. <laughs> so I was okay, like, hey, so maybe, maybe cut back on the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I am very paranoid. I love being paranoid. It's so time. fun. No, the, the Mormons really do have like FBI agents working on like Reddit and TikTok mm-hmm. to like kind of try to mitigate. There's a headquarters here just right by the airport. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah. So FBI anyway, headquarters. That's my theory. What do you think about that? I think that's yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting when people have high profile jobs, right? Because this is the question they asked of JFK, like, will he be more loyal to his country or to the Catholic Church? <clears throat> and we've talked about this before too, but like when it comes to these FBI agents, so can the church just hire the FBI or is there some sort of Mormon FBI agents that are loyal to the, they're more loyal to the cloth, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's the second. I think there are Mormons who are FBI agents. <laughs> that they're just like, that they like, they get, call, they like get called into the office and they're like, Hey, and they're like, no, so it's like a yeah. pet project of theirs or something. I think it's like a, I think it's like a church head, headquarters thing. I think they're like, Hey, you are a former FBI agent. Do you want to Oh, come so it's like retired, us? retired FBI yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Okay. So like not the actual FBI. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, what I'm like, saying is, fair. what do you think of the whole masonry thing? I mean, I think that's that's a that sounds pretty spot on. Like, pretty yeah. Correlated. Never thought of it before, but I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty pretty fucking it, you know? How about that? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's I think that makes it way more metal. They're coming for him. Fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck him up. And he was also being like, you know, he's pussing out at the end. Like, I mean, yeah. I I like the idea of him like throwing hands and shotguns and shit but like (laughs) (laughs) i'm also like my servant joseph just comes right back i can't just like my servant joseph (laughs) so hey are you uh inebriated a little bit too no i mean i'm a little i'm a little bit high okay you usually sing when you're like Drunk. Easy, so, no, I'm actually um, in a really bad mood, to be honest. Really, I'm so glad that we're doing this and that we're we're okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> I was gonna cancel, but I was like, nah, we'll just do it. We're just gonna. Oh, do it. okay, good. Yeah, because I, I thought I was thought that was coming too. I hope I hope that you are very entertained at this moment. Well, also, you know what? It's like our third episode of the second season. Like, if you're not, come on, okay, <laughs> they can't all be winners. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a winner it's really cool stuff i um, actually no i think it's cool stuff too like okay. I'm, I'm having a good time i'm just in, like a terrible fucking mood right now i woke up at five o'clock this morning went to park city that's how you just have the yeah. worst mood possible it's true it's true <laughs> um i have another thing about governor boggs um i just want you to say governor bobs i just want it i'm sorry it's b-o-g-g-s everybody not bobs um <laughs> so you know praise to the man Every Mormon knows it. You're going to have to remind me. Praise to the man who communes. So, um, part of the words to this song is, Long may his blood, which was shed by assassins, Plead unto heaven while the earth lauds his fame. Huh. And we're just like belting it out in sacrament meeting. I love it. Yeah, but you don't want to know the original lyrics? Yeah. 
Long may his blood, which was Joseph shed did by masonry. <laughs> Long may his blood, which was shed by assassins, stain Illinois while the earth lauds his fame. Now I know more. Wait, what are the what are the what are they now? What are they now? Plead unto heaven. Oh. So it's like an anti-Illinois fight song. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I know that Mormonism has a lot of ties to folk magic, and I'm thinking, ooh, blood-stained earth, right? Because he fell out the window, his blood was on the earth. Right. I'm thinking it's like a curse. <laughs> this place is to cursed. Illinois that that entire land will be stained by God. As someone who's been there. Do you agree that the Mormons have that power? <laughs> it's Illinois stain. Because everyone I know from Illinois, I fucking love. So I don't yeah. really know. No, they have the best pizza. The yeah, best Chicago seems badass. Alkaline trios from Chicago. Like, yeah. hello. What, what so many good bands. Absolutely. Also like Rainbow Cone on Western Avenue. That's fucking tits. So I don't think Illinois is a stained land. I think it's pretty rad. <laughs> I think it's neat. It's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, man. We, they got us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we need to oh, chant Mormons. better in, in church. Ah, oh, Mormons. Ah, <laughs> oh, sacrament meeting. Mormons do chant a lot. Ah, <laughs> oh, hymns that say bloodstained earth. <laughs> yeah, oh, a lot of hymns. <laughs> it's like fucking pumped up kicks because it's like a way joyous, like, yes, like yes, triumphant. And it's yes. like, oh, we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about, about Columbine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know who doesn't know that, but like it's a really good song and it is like dark as really fuck. That's sad. my that's my jam, dude. It's so good. I, I run it to it always. I've always run to it. Like happy songs that are you're like, oh shit's dark. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's effective, love right? It. If you're gonna get a message out, you're gonna put it to a cool tune. Well, I think. Yeah, because like when, whenever we talk about church songs, you always have to sing it to me because I'm like I'm not listening to the words. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. if had I been, I mean, because that's I'm sure that that's what got me pumped up. Kicks. And I didn't. I was listening to it for like six months before I realized what it was about. Yeah, when I was like, what are these words? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and then I think even, I even Googled it because I'm like, what are they talking about? Yeah. And then like, yeah, like pumped up the the pump up action in the '90s. I remember that. And Colin, I fucking remember Columbine. I was so scared for my siblings. Yeah. Like I would Sucks. cry before they go to school. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. They get killed. Yes. It was I mean, beginning of And then I didn't think and then I think about it again. Shootings. But I actually did say that in uh speech and debate once. I was like, I made a goal in my in my high school days that if there was ever an active shooter, I wouldn't be a target. <laughs> yeah. Well, just being nice to all of the kids kind of helped everybody not be vict- victims of a shooter. I'm going to say that. Right. Pe- kids are fucking nuts now. People yeah. are nuts. Well, I mean, they just, I don't know. They're just not being, uh, they're just not being listened to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like really listened to because people have a hard time being like, my kid's fucked up. It's okay to have a fucked up kid. You help, you should help them now. So they're not fuck- a fucked up adult. <laughs> right. So they're not a true disgrace. We gotta just anyway, side out. tangent. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, so that kind of like wraps up my early days of Mormon criminals mm-hmm. here. Um, 
other well-known criminals. Let's just start off with Mark Hoffman because he had his very own Netflix documentary <laughs> during the pandemic. So everybody knows about it. What are yeah. your thoughts about Mark Hoffman? What was, I don't even remember the story. It wasn't intriguing. All I remember is that dumbass wasp that I hated <laughs> that my sister loved. And I'm like, he's perpetuating a problem, Aubrey. Like yes, he, he's not he's living gay. authentically. Yes. He's so gay. He's clearly the gayest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's very fashionable. <laughs> well, no. And like, you know, I'm not saying the gays have mannerisms, but I'm also saying gays have mannerisms. Not all of them do. But like, I was like, oh, this is, this is a gay man right here. This is Bobby, what I'm looking he's, at. He's not gay. He suffers from same sex attraction. <laughs> Uh, as many of love the sinner hate, or love the sinner hate the sin yeah fucking bullshit so mark hoffman was just a very skilled um oh he was just like a copy he just he was just like a, a yeah for, forger. forger forger i think that's hilarious forger. i love it what am i saying forager no forger, forger. like you said no i thought i think uh, that's right i thought the whole thing was just very funny you know what's a more interesting story than uh mark hoffman what? Is the movie about the other forger? Who? Forgery. Can you ever forgive me? It's a 2018 film. Oh, and that sounds familiar. It follows the story of. Israel. Israel I'm going to get it right. Hold on. Okay. Author. It's the 1991 story. Um, author Lee Israel struggles with financial troubles, writer's block, and alcoholism. So she starts. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I want it's to. It's so good. It's so good. So she starts visiting the Manhattan's library. She starts um, doing forged documents and selling them to like mm -hmm. professionals professional looker at these things so <laughs> that is such a fucking good movie and i would uh, it's called can you ever forgive me it's a 2018 film and with was, melissa mccarthy yeah it was it got some awards here so well i mean yeah she's it. like a, she's like a damn good actress she's fucking good um and she believes in vaccines unlike her cousin jenny <laughs> mccarthy <laughs> Something that bothers me about Melissa McCarthy is nothing about Melissa McCarthy. It's about how everyone attributes fat, funny women and says, Melissa McCarthy vibes. Fuck off. You only well, think it's Melissa McCarthy vibes because we're fat and we're funny. I did ask my friend and I need to mention her. Kenny, frankly, she was uh, also a female comic in Baltimore and like one of my favorite female comics. And we're still friends. Maybe and she lives in L.A. now. So maybe that's just why I just don't attribute her to the Baltimore scene anymore. Mm -hmm. But um she lost a bunch of weight and I'm like, did that change up your routine at all? <laughs> and she's like, that's a really good question. And it's like, people are okay with fat women being fat, funny, but they're not okay with beautiful, skinny women, quote unquote, beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being, you know, funny because it's more intimidating or something like that. Mm -hmm. Which is so dumb. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Here's like, we, I think Lisa Lapinelli had to change up her act too. Like she kind of, she kind of floated away once she lost weight. Yeah. You know what I think? I think men aren't that funny. <laughs> I think women have been forced to that laugh was the at most brutal jokes. review of Laugh Finder podcast. <laughs> I think <laughs> women have been hours later. I think women have been forced to laugh at men's jokes so much that they expect the laughs. 
No, even, I think men. I think women, men are fucking hilarious, and I think women, women are fucking hilarious too. But women laughing at men's jokes has been like th- the way that they <sighs> they attract cement. The male. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they cement their security for so long. So, mm-hmm. I mean, guys, get better jokes. Stop talking about your penises. We don't give a fuck. <sighs> I love dick jokes. I, I, I will always love dick jokes. He and I are wholly on the opposite side of the aisle on this one. I fucking love dick jokes. I love like I love offensive shit. I think the whole I love it. I love the whole entire thing. Like I'm I don't even all care. for like, being offensive. I just think it's so cheap. I just think it's not that funny anymore. It's been done. <laughs> I just so wholeheartedly disagree with you. It's like everybody at the will every day, Bobby. <laughs> It's all dick joke. <laughs> no, I mean like, okay, look, it can't be all dick jokes, but like, there is a rhythm where you just like you can have very intelligent comedy, and then you throw in a dick joke, and it kind of gives levity to the room. You know what I mean? Okay, because it's like I'm Fair. not all I'm not all this. You know what I mean? Fair. Because like like you don't like Louis C.K., but I think he says a lot of fucking poignant shit, and then he puts dick jokes and jokes to say that stuff at him. I know you, you don't like that word, but That's like a slur, he- and I'm gonna bleep it. <laughs> You're gonna bleep it. Uh, so he like, but like, there's some point. Like, that's the point of comedy, is that you are taking someone on a roller coaster. Yeah, I like the roller coaster. I just and, don't like, want to sit for five minutes <laughs> hearing about somebody's penis. Well, and, and sometimes, queefing. well, that's that's the dip. That's the dip of the roller coaster, right? That's the not fun part. But like, it makes the up part, and like, it makes like the real like cr- the crazy parts like the even better. Or like your brain like you know like super technical music like you can't always listen to super technical music or else you'll be exhausted like i love political humorists like lewis black i think he's a great comic um but he has like these goofy ass jokes about like candy corn (laughs) that like but he says a lot of poignant ass shit but i mean it's a goofy ass joke like we are goofy i'm just saying there's like really really good comics have some a rhythm and they have to give you a break. They have to give you an intellectual break okay. every once in a while. Okay. So that's what a dick joke is. Fair. And I agree <laughs> with you. And I'm saying I do agree with you. But if I'm going to sit to someone's <laughs> short set, it has oh, to have I'll more about than dick, dick jokes. Yeah. Yes. I've sat through Well, I mean, so I feel the same thing about, same with female comics. I don't want to hear about your vagina the whole time. No, like, not I, the whole time. A, I'll throw in a vagina joke sometimes. A well-placed like, <laughs> genitalia joke is okay. Yeah. But like seven, a seven minute set should not be completely all about your vagina. Sure. Agreed. We are agreeing. (sighs) I got bleeped in this episode, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just take a little more of this peace pipe. (laughs) Tell me about the next crime. Okay. Mountain Meadow Massacre. Is that on your list? Oh, please don't spoil the surprise. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk about. To be fair to the Mormons, some crimes against Mormons called the Utah War. The Utah War. So the Utah. Okay. Open the link when I say open the link, you dumbass. Here we go. This computer is the user. Uh, The Utah War uh, was an armed confrontation between Mormon settlers in the Utah Territory and the armed forces of the U.S. government. Confrontation lasted from May 1857 to the July of 1858. There were some casualties, most of which were actually non-Mormon. Uh, the war had no notable civ- military battles. So this was all started. The way that it ended, wasn't the reason why it ended. It was because they needed like civil war 
yeah, they people for the Civil back. War. Yeah, they're yeah. like, just get out of here. We'll, we'll fuck with you later. <laughs> um, the president, James Buchanan, sent mm-hmm. the U.S. forces because the Mormons were... Fuck, why did I not know this? Okay. I know, like, I feel like it's at the tip of my tongue, too, but I can't remember. Like, I feel like I'm sitting in fourth grade, Mrs. Lee's class, and I can't yeah. figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, keep all this straight in my head. Can't see the board or my book, but I am there. <laughs> um, polygamy, popular sovereignty, slavery, theodemocracy. They just, like, sent them over. They were like, you're not supposed to be building this temple, so, like... They covered the temple back up with dirt, and they're like, "See, we don't have any Mormon temple over here." But then, when they were left, they were like, "Okay, dig up back up the temple." Mm-hmm. All the time, all these different things. So, but I also like don't feel like the government should be like that involved in, you know, it's like we're settling the territories, let us do what we want, right? You know. So I'm calling that a persecution against the Mormons mm-hmm. because they were they left the United States territories, they went to Utah Territory, which was like originally going to be mexico he thought it was mexico whatever so leave mormons alone (laughs) but but they were also going like they also needed help from the u.s government because of the interactions with native americans like they were losing the 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 war the slaughter yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you know they were getting slaughtered so the president was like change your ways motherfuckers or else you can't be a state we're not going to come help you yeah so the utah war Remember how it lasted from, it was like a year long, right? Or like two yeah. years, 18, 18, 1857 okay. to 1858, July. Okay. In September of 1857, war, man. so right in the middle of the Utah War, this is what, I think this is this like civil unrest in Utah is what triggered this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mountain Meadows Massacre. What, what? Told you I'd get to it. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. <laughs> um, the Mountain Meadows Massacre was a series of attacks that resulted in the mass murder of at least 120 members of the Baker Fancher immigrant wagon train. Okay. Mm-hmm. The massacre occurred in southern Utah at Mountain Meadows. Mm-hmm. This is in Washington County. It is uh, that you can go there. Um, it was a place of rest and grazing used by pack trains and drovers. So, like, people transporting over to California to get, like, their gold or whatever, the gold rush or whatever. People yeah, but I'm also, I'm also thinking about, like, the vantage points. It's like there were sitting ducks, man. Washington, Washington County, it's just, like, all plateaus. Yeah. And, like, places where you could hide. Like, if you had, like a like, a brown pony... You could hide against that against the mountain the whole like you know what I mean like yeah if the natives came in which they had every fucking right to do by the way mm-hmm. <laughs> but like the Mormons were fucking sitting ducks dude yeah 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 so um so the culture at the time was you're still there right yeah <laughs> uh, the culture at the time was the blood atonement do you know what the blood atonement is. Uh, You've told me before, but tell me again. Okay. Blood atonement. (laughs) (laughs) Blood atonement basically said that your sins could be forgiven if it was such serious sin. It could only be forgiven 
if the perpetrator was willing to die in such a way that their blood spilled onto the ground, calling it the blood atonement. Mm -hmm. If their blood was shed as a voluntary sacrifice, they would regain the place in heaven that they had lost. But also because of the Some weird shit, man. <laughs> the murder of Joseph Smith in Illinois, some Mormons were so angry that they thought that these this like wagon train that was in Mountain Meadows, they were from Arkansas. Right? Oh, so they, they were, weren't Mormons. I didn't know no, that. Okay, no. okay. So the Mormons murdered them and then they made it look like the natives did it, right? Bobby, don't stop telling the, the <laughs> joke. Sorry, I'm just my me my memory's coming back. I'm sorry. Okay. Edit it just out. Bleep that out. Just I'll keep it in. Nobody gives a fuck about this anyway. So they were coming through, and then people who wanted to get revenge for the mar murder of their prophet decided. Mm, that's right. Okay. To blackface or Native American face and pretend to be the local Paiute tribe. Mm -hmm. and kill the wagon people and then blame it on the local Native Americans. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, bravo. <laughs> Fuck. Good one, y'all. Good one. Uh, I forgot. I forgot about this. I See, even I am like, yeah, it was the Natives. But now I'm like, oh, no, that's not right. That wasn't true. Right. But, Isn't that yeah. so sucky? Yeah, it is sucky because I knew that. Like I knew that. Like you saw, you saw the light bulb come on. I mean, you heard <laughs> You're it. You're like, oh, oh, duh, right. <laughs> but it's like I totally forgot about that because I don't think we were taught that initially in school, were we? No. Or were we? No, I never heard of the Mountain Meadows massacre. Oh, until I did. I did. I was. But it wasn't. It was a totally different story. No, I never heard it. Well, mm. I probably heard it in passing in Utah history. But do you know what I was doing in Utah history? That was seventh grade. I had a Writing brand notes. new fucking pack. <laughs> and a brand new fucking pack of sparkly gel pens. It was like 60 pens. You were busy. You colors. were fucking Listen, busy. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. I spent the entire of seventh grade after that renting out my gel pens <laughs> to people in class and then making sure that they returned them before the end of class. How much did you rent them out for? Listen, I was giving it away for free because I was giving it away. I was trying to You're charge. Trying to I was trying to charge popularity. Oh, okay. 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 I, I hear you. I hear you. Yes. <laughs> I had Didn't deeper work. fruit stripe gum. It's fine. <laughs> and you've given me red, big red. So I'm like, we're bonded. It's the same. Albies and gum, dude. We love it. We love our gum in my family. I don't know what it is. We like fresh breath. I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't hear about it in seventh grade history. I feel like Another that's when thing. we. I feel like that is when we learned about it too, like Mr. Markwitzson's class. Yeah, it was like. But I don't feel like he would have steered us wrong, so maybe he just went easy on it. Well, I was in Mr. Parsons' class, Mr. Parsons mm. the senior in South Severe Middle School, and uh, he assigned us to read a book. And <laughs> he's dead now, probably, so I can confess. I didn't want to read because it wasn't <laughs> interesting to me. You know, there was, it's it did not align with my ADHD hyperfocus. Mm -hmm. And so I found out that the book swore oh, had, your had, religion. Some, <laughs> had some hells and dams in there. And so I told him, <laughs> I will not read this book because it has swear words in it. And that is against my religion. 
and I got self-righteous twat. I got a fucking A. I got an A on that book. You really respected how you just stood up for your religious integrity, but you're like, I just don't want to read this. I think this is a boring ass book, and I want to use my time wisely by renting out gel pens. What time in senior Goopler's class? Uh, it was English. It was the English version. So it was Mr. Goopler's class. Uh, didn't read. Didn't read the book. <laughs> and I thought I, I thought I had gotten away with it. And he was like, "Okay, one more, Bobby, get up." I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> was it uh, Pony Boy, The Outsiders? <laughs> no, I would have just rented the movie. Right. It was like a book I wanted to read. It was Fear Street, and oh. I just didn't get around to it. And. <laughs> I just pretty much read the back. <laughs> and he asked like follow-up questions and I was like, you know, Mr. Goober, I don't really want to ruin it for you. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you read it. <laughs> oh my god. And he's just like, sit down, Bobby. I'm like, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm gonna go sit. <laughs> oh yeah. I- I don't want to ruin this RL Stein Fear Street. <laughs> Look for you, Mr. Goop. I'm going to get That's a call funny. from his lawyer or something soon. <laughs> you will. You've mentioned him too much, and he's the principal. You need to leave him alone. I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm saying he didn't put up with my bullshit, and I thought it was very attractive of him. <laughs> What's he hard to read here? bed, and now he must sleep. <laughs> How dare you treat me with courtesy and respect, Mr. Goobler, Senior Goobler? How dare you? You knew that this would make me have a crush on you for eternity. You knew the consequences. Again, he had my sister before me, so and he straight up caught her. Caught her. Telling her friend how hot she thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, All right, girl, sit down. Oh my gosh. I'm sure. So I mean Aubrey's he had she should have known. Yeah. No, she loves she's Aubrey's funny. Like Op doesn't give a shit. She's she'll she don't care. <laughs> oh my so funny. Okay, you got any more crimes for us? So those were the correlations between crimes against Mormons and a Mormon crime. That's like a direct correlation. Um, then I want to talk about where is it? Where you go? Oh, nope. Still some modern day, <laughs> nope. some modern day uh, m- uh, Mormon criminals. Ted Bundy. Everybody fucking knows about that guy. And Susan Powell. Uh, so lots of resources on these. These both were like national news cases. Ted Bundy was not a Mormon, okay? No, he, he was, was just he was just playing wolf and sheep clothing for sure. Yes, he was just like you know what I can exploit these pretty girls. Mm-hmm. The original snow bunny chaser here, Ted Bundy. <laughs> uh, he, I think, like you said, joined the church to be under a guise of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that because I think like I've seen people do that. T- I mean, people do that in all religious cultures, right? Where they're just like, "Sure, I'll play along. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm going to become a priest, like so I'm less boys, right? Because <laughs> I'm it's, a predator." It's very easy to become a a man of trust and power in Mormon wards, and I feel like predators will do that to their advantage, to you know keep everybody. You know, it has happens in all kinds of things, not just like murder. Well, but I like mean, I, I mean, violence and mol- molestation, right? And, you know, well, like every religion has that. Like, I mean, yes. Italians and the mafia, for example, like, and yeah. and they're all Catholic. Yeah. Like, every 
Unlike the Dixie Mafia, they're all Baptists. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like so if Ted Bundy was in, you know, the South, the Bible Belt, he would have been he probably you know, in like a Baptist, yeah. yeah, yeah, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, and if he was in Rome, he would have been Catholic. He was just gonna <laughs> gonna hide anywhere, but he had yeah. to hide in Mormonism for that brief but moment. I, d- I do like kind of resent Mormon um, criminals <laughs> because I feel like they never fess up to like. Mm the fact that they used certain things against people and then also i again i just feel like mormons are naive and i think that's a good quality to be you know you know what i mean <laughs> like i think yeah. sometimes being naivety is like not always a bad thing and i think it keeps like a certain childlike wonder to them sometimes and i think it's really shitty when people exploit that yeah and like ml but mlm's doing it yeah and even people who aren't even super active but they were raised in the culture still do it like how many of our friends were thriving four years ago you know right right Right, right, right. Um, Susan Powell was a victim of Mm. murder by Josh Powell. We can talk about, yeah, 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 yeah. And they were actually Mormon and they were actually going to church. Mm -hmm. So when was the first time you heard about this Susan Powell thing? I don't even remember. But I remember it was, I don't remember, but I remember it was big news. Like the second it happened. Yeah. Like even with like the same with Elizabeth Smart, the second it happened, I remember yeah. watching the news after school because she were the same age as her. Yes. I remember leaving my window open, hoping that I would get kidnapped. <laughs> um, I was at my grandparents' house at the time and she and I seriously looked like a lot alike. I feel yeah. like yeah. she could definitely be a cousin or something. Um, yeah. it freaked the fuck out of me. I was like, Did holy it? hell. Yeah. Just because like, I mean, obviously my grandparents aren't the smarts, but they, you know, if you, on the outside looking in, someone could be like a transient could be coming through. And like, I always left my window open and they could see all those trucks there and be like, I'm going to kidnap this girl for whatever reason, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus the mountains are right there. There's so many mountain men. Like there's yeah. so many ex hitmen that live in Penguich Lake. Yeah. And Without like, a doubt. and also <laughs> <They're> like everywhere, <laughs> the polygamous stories of like these lost boys that were raised a certain way in polygamy. And then they'll just suddenly show up and like, I've had, I know girls that have just woken up and they've been a good, the, a guy they've been dating who was an ex-polygamist who's an ex-polygamist standing in their bedroom. Yeah, people are fucking creepy. Yeah. So, uh, again, correlation, not causation. <laughs> right. We're just talking about but, shit that happens within the culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, let's talk about, can we well, talk about uh, correlation and causation after Susan Powell? Let's talk about her real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Susan Powell, um, they were living in West Valley, used to live there myself, but the mm-hmm. first time I heard about this, um, I was like home from my mission. So this happened. When did December this happen? Then? Oh, so it was like forever ago. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like 2017 for some reason. No, it was 2009. And then like KSL news did a cold podcast series on her whole story. So I really recommend it, especially if you like it's, I mean, it's very fascinating story and, and it's very tangled. So definitely listen to this, but I was on my mission, so the first time I heard about this, I came home. My grandma, true crime like lover, this is the reason yeah. why I love true crime, <laughs> is because she's just a fucking obsessed. She tells me immediately about um, Stephen Kosher, who is a missing, still missing man from St. George, and Susan Powell, who is a still missing woman from. I thought they didn't they find his body. Wasn't then they find him in the wilderness? No, uh, I keep looking for Stephen Kosher updates and there oh. isn't. Go to sleep. Um, so th- that's the that's the first that I heard of it, and 
the big red flag to me that just suddenly like became clear mm-hmm. is that this man, Josh Powell, was Mormon. He took the sacrament every week. He, he was, was like, like clearly living a lie, man. though. He was yeah. going through the paces. I did not know. I was like, from then on, I was like, I could marry somebody and really not know them, and they could end up murdering me. And they're Mormon. So I was just like, because, <gasps> like, of course, not all Mormons are great, but I didn't know until then that the a Mormon husband could murder you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I've heard stories from, like, Garfield County where a guy murdered his wife and they, he called the cops and the cops came. Okay. So it's Escalant, Tropic, and then Panguitch. Okay. And the main, the main place is in Panguitch. So you have to drive like 35 minutes to get, or like maybe even like 45 to get to Escalant. <laughs> Escalante. Mm-hmm. Um, and Escalante. The deputy of Escalante. Again, this is all just gossip. Okay. But of Escalante, um, like the sheriff and sh- like the guy in charge there. His, it was his son who called in. So he was the first to arrive on the scene. And when the rest of the cops got there, he was cleaning up the crime scene. <laughs> and I don't know if that's bullshit or not, but I heard that story at a young age. So I was like, anything's possible. Listen, the worst thing I've ever heard about cops doing uh, as a young person was cheating on their wives, which thanks <laughs> Uncle Del for confirming that one. Uh, <laughs> you have an Uncle Del too? <laughs> I have a, his name is Del, like Del Taco. <clears throat> oh, mine's D A L E. It's great. Yeah, he has the mullet to match. <laughs> uh, my husband or my uh, uncle Dell has a mustache to match. So Dell has a mustache, a goatee. He has a whole situation. He looks Sweet. like Alan. Uh, he looks like Dark Alan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. Uh, mine looks like Light Alan Jackson. So maybe they are the same person living a dual life. It's fine. Like, I see obsessed with his legs. Does he make uh, your grandma cut his pants into shorts when the season's <laughs> when winter's over? <laughs> No, he's not in the family anymore because he cheated, Bobby. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So not no 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 actual relation. No, not anymore. <laughs> well, but let's talk about causation and correlation, okay? Yes, let's. Jody Arias. Yeah, I thought okay. we were gonna talk about this on the rape culture episode, so I'm fucking excited that you're gonna go into this right now. I totally forgot about it. So, um, here's the thing. Tra- okay, don't murder anyone. Travis Number Alexander one. was textbook Mormon guy douchebag. She was not raised in the culture, so she was like, oh, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she tried to be a good Mormon girl. He pulled the, I want to live a pure life, and we've had sex, so I can't be with you anymore. He, like, used her up, <laughs> and she fucking lost her shit and killed him. I don't think it's good that she killed him, obviously. But I'm also like, that's an extreme example of what could happen. And I bet he's did that he'd done this shit to Mormon girls his whole life, and it never backfired on him like this. Absolutely. <clears throat> we talked about in the rape culture a local kid that did the same thing where he was not to the one person. Yeah, but he so was. So it like, sounds like that guy was doing it the for Jody Arias. Well, constantly. but she. But yeah, yeah. But I feel like, because I've heard this, this is tells all this time as far as I'm concerned. Like I have older, my, I have my older sister and she has gr- friends and stuff. And like, I've, I've always run with like an older crowd too. And it's like, I have seen girls go too far, 
and then be like, I can't be with you anymore when they want to get rid of them. And it's just mm-hmm. these guys just want to have notches on their bedpost. And there's no consequence for them. Mm-hmm. But since we were raised a certain way to be conditioned a certain way, we're all just like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm just a piece of shit. But Jody Arias or whatever the hell, she was raised in fucking California, not Mormon. And she was like, you're going to treat me like shit for two years. I've had a guy treat me like shit for two years straight. And every time he came calling, I'd run on over. And then he gave me some bullshit excuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, it's like, makes you feel crazy. It makes you feel like nothing. And she's obviously a nutbag, but like, she was like, Kay, you want to fuck around? Let's find out, you know? And she killed his ass. Like, yeah. So this says like Travis Ag- Alexander. So let me just get this straight. He was a Mormon kid, right? Yeah. So he kind of had like a rough childhood, but he moved in to his grandparents' house. They, and then they were raised Mormon. Okay. Yeah. So like he moved in with his parents, his grandparents when he was like eight or an eighth grade or something like that. And then it was super active Mormon. And then he was taking a Mormon girl to like Cancun the day after the, like the next day, but she she called Jody over first to get his rocks off. So wait, and then told her he wasn't taking her to Cancun and then she killed him. Wait, so Travis Alexander, did he um, introduce Jody Arias to Yeah, like Mormonism? she converted. She converted for him. Okay, like so she, he did, was, she did the whole thing. Yeah, He was like she the was, main motivator behind mm-hmm. her converting to Mormonism. And then what? Then what did he do in their relationship? He wasn't Mormon. He wasn't leading the lifestyle. And she's the type that's like, yeah, I'll have sex before marriage. I don't care because she was raised in California in a different religion. But he treats her like she's a piece of trash or something they both agreed to do. And then he's like, we can never be together. Like, you're not Okay, so they're just dating. So they're just dating, or are they engaged? No, they're not engaged. Okay, so they're just dating. She she did say that, she said that they were engaged. Who even knows? Well, you know, Mormon men, when they're dating. They do a lot of things, yeah. They talk about marriage constantly. Well, and I've had a guy tell me he loves me. I've had a guy tell me he loves me the next day be like, oh, like what? Like. Yeah, it's just like uh, you don't need to say all those things. We could just be having sex. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so he is dating Jody, and like on the like on the sly, like yeah, he like he's telling all of his friends that she's a psycho and all this. Which I'm saying she is because she killed him. But it's also like, well, then quit sticking your dick in her, dude. Yeah, because here's what I'm thinking from <laughs> Jody's side. Yeah, is that knowing Mormon men like I do yeah. and dating Mormon men like mm-hmm. I do. She's hearing him talk about eternal marriage, like yeah, all of time the, and all like, eternity, uh, finding the perfect girl, the most important. Mm-hmm. yeah, and having sex with which as a and girl, then also I and then also prob- and then also probably being like, oh, I feel so guilty, but I just want you. I've heard that a million times. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a girl, physical affection and physical intimacy signifies that we are kind of in a relationship, working to whatever we're talking right, about. Right, right, exactly. Okay, so then he dumps her. Okay, so he's, like, leading her on, I think. She lives in California. She's going to do an MLM thing in Salt Lake. (gasps) Which one? I don't remember. But he lived in Mesa. And uh, let me tell you, too, I lived in Arizona at this time. This was the height of fuckboyery. Like, fuckboy central. (laughs) especially Especially in Arizona. This was, like, the mystery shit. This is when gaslighting became huge. This is when, like, all this shit, like degrading women to get their attention that was the mm-hmm, huge mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. so what is that called again uh the neg no it's called maybe i think it's called the neg where they like give you a negative thing and then they're like <laughs> i don't know it oh neg always you, worked yeah, on mystery me. 
pickup artist. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's worked on me before, too. I can't <laughs> I can't tell you it hasn't. Um, but anyways, he uh, so there was all this sort of like women were not being treated correctly in the early yeah. 2000s, like in the 2000s. Um, and she obviously, again, took it too far. <laughs> but when I the whole entire story leading up to it, I'm like, yep. Sounds about right. Sounds so about you right. Were in, you were in Arizona at the t- at the time. Well, yeah. And since I've listened, you know, I've I've devoured everything on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I do think it's really interesting. Because I've felt murder in my heart when a guy yes. has done me like that. I felt yeah. it. <laughs> Where I'm like, like all these emotions are running through you, and she's trying to live this good lifestyle that she doesn't really believe in. She just loves him, and he's using it as a weapon to what he's weaponizing it against her. He's not living the lifestyle either, but he's telling her that she's trash, even though he's participating in these activities, even though he's calling her like she was, so he, so he's shaming her for the things he's asking her to do. And like all of his friends are like, she's crazy. She's crazy. And it's like, yeah, goddamn right. She's crazy. Cause he made her fucking crazy. Yeah. That was totally crazy. (laughs) Like as women, we need to take responsibility and no one enough's enough. Right. But also, I, don't I, mean, I understand this. when she insults me for the millionth <laughs> right. time today. I, but I like, take, I actually take myself to time out. <laughs> right. He, uh, to do that. well, okay. So she was driving from California to Utah, but he was like, come to Arizona. So she went to Arizona to see him. They like fuck all, all afternoon. He's taking like explicit pictures of her and stuff, which whatever. I mean, I, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> I don't mind getting a little little pornographic some from time to time sorry mom i know i'm disgraced whatever um (laughs) (laughs) living up to the brand (laughs) (laughs) is this the place yes we're disgraced um (laughs) but uh and then he tells her that he's taking another woman a more molly mormon girl to cancun and she fucking kills his ass Oh, that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, I'm going there tomorrow. I think he was like, they were doing like one last thing. And she thought, because she, she thought told him it wasn't one last thing. Yeah. She thought it was like, we're rekindling because they they were kind of like on a break or whatever. And then she's like, I'm going to Salt Lake. I'm going to meet up with this guy. And he's like, well, come see me. I miss you. And she's like in love with him. So she goes and goes to fucking Mesa, which is 12 hours out of the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they like fuck all night all you know like it goes from like them fucking like pictures of them like doing sex things to him being shot in like a matter of minutes you know what i mean wow so he fucked her and then immediately was like oh by the way i'm doing something with someone else and she was like fuck you that the fuck you are (laughs) you know this says at the time of the murder alexander sustained 27 to 29 knife wounds and a gunshot to the head Mm -hmm. arias Arias testified uh-huh. that she killed him in self-defense, but she was convicted by the jury. The murder and trial received widespread media attention in the United States. Yeah, she was dumb about it. Like she said, A, they got broken into, and she just lied a bunch. You know, like, I, I feel like if you're caught, you're caught. That's my, you know, she should have been like, yep, yeah. temporary yeah. insanity. I fucking lost my shit. Like, I mean, that's what I would have said. I'd been like, I was so fucking pissed. I feel like she would have been way more, you know, sympathetic to the jury. Yeah. Like, the jury would have more, like, she would have been like, yep, I got, he fucking scorned me. You know, he puts on this good facade. Yeah. And I also get it. Like, we get it. We've been there. We've been <laughs> where she's been. Yeah. Um, we didn't pull the trigger or stab or anything. But no. uh, can I tell you my story about how I've not to the extent, but right. been, been where she's been? Well, you felt, well, you felt murder in your heart. Yeah. I've got several. No. <laughs> 
So I get back from my mission and immediately since I'm listen, the way I lost a lot of weight is because I noticed that sugar had a big part in my depressive episodes. So if I would have like a lot of sugar, I would just crash into depression. Mm -hmm. So I stopped eating a lot of sugar. I would really cut back on that. Mm -hmm. And um, I also cut out grains because... Yeah, you said you quit eating pizza in Chicago. And you're like, no, it was when we went rural. (laughs) Yeah, when we went rural, I finally was like, okay, I can give up grains. So... um, the reason why is because somebody in that area told me that your gut could be harboring bacteria based on what you're eating, and that could mm-hmm. be making me so gassy. So literally stopped eating pizza so I could stop being so farty. <laughs> Let the farts rip. Listen, they're natural, okay? Let's <laughs> go back to what I said originally. They're natural. Um, so anyway, so I come back home, and I'm like cute guys uh-huh i still am fucking cute i'm like yeah say you are yeah. but um i came back a um 2011 socially acceptable uh popular size uh-huh and then so many guys were like hey including this one guy who uh i flirted with before the mission and he wrote me a couple of letters uh-huh And then I went to Institute the following week coming home. And on Thursday nights, we would come back to my house in Annabelle from Institute and watch The Office. Mm -hmm. Thursday nights on NBC, best nights. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yep. So we would come back to my house. And so this person came. Um, I'm going to send you a message about who it is. Okay, I know who it is. I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) uh okay Okay. (laughs) like he's older than us right yes but like it's the branch right yes (laughs) shame shame i know your name so here's the shame here's the shame my friend before the mission had the fucking hugest crush on this guy okay Mm -hmm. like was in love with him forever but while i was on my mission she married somebody else okay mm-hmm. so i've never told her this at all i feel so ashamed but i'm <laughs> she was married, my right? secrets for the podcast i'm so. <laughs> giving her away for free <laughs> so he texts me after he leaves the um <laughs> this is a week after my mission he texts me after he leaves and he's just like down the road and he's like so Welcome home from your mission. And I was like, thank you. And he said, mm-hmm. have you been kissed yet? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have. So, and he was like, oh, um, well, how about we give it a try? <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly kind of cute and dorky, like whatever. But I'm yes. sure the story doesn't end that way. Listen, we were... S- I mean, we had such good, like, chemistry. We had, like, back Mm -hmm. and forth and whatever. And my grandparents were in bed because they didn't want to stay up watching The Office. My grandpa hates The Office. So I was like, (laughs) perfect. Everybody's asleep. They're drugged out. They're back in the back of the house. He comes back. We put on Seabiscuit. Naturally. 
fucking dumb. I'm pretty movie. sure I've I'm pretty sure I've made out a sea biscuit before. <laughs> I feel like that's just the, the fashion at the time. I've never watched <laughs> it, but I can tell you I, I don't I've never watched it either, but I'm pretty sure it's been on the background. Yes. <laughs> I can attest that uh I do not like Toby Maguire's Oh yeah, me neither. Can't stand. I don't like Toby Maguire's whole face. I can't. I don't like anything about him. Oh my him. gosh! And that weird hairdo. I know. Anyway, he uh, yeah, ruins the Great Gatsby for me. I think it's the greatest movie ever, and I wish he would just shut up and let me enjoy the rest of the movie. Well, it's because him and Leo are BFFs. <sighs> Since like kid, kid dumb. It should have been somebody else. Should have been me. Standing there <laughs> with you. Should have been me. So he comes back. He puts on Sea Biscuit. We sit on the couch. We kind of <laughs> snuggle close. He and puts on Sea Biscuit, and then he immediately whips out his penis. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he is a stake president's son, by the way. He immediately mm-hmm. just like starts kissing me. <sighs> Not great. Um, <laughs> I hate when that happens. I can I can imagine too. I don't. I, I can't like, imagine any of them are good kissers. The three-year build-up to this, or I guess two-year, the two-year build-up to this kiss has um, really been better than the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it was really put a bucket of water on the whole situation. Yes! <laughs> and then he starts feeling me up and, like, squeezing these return missionary boobies. And so um, I don't want you <laughs> to blame these me. these return missionary boobies. <laughs> um, I don't want you to, like, blame me for this. You guys, my boobs are so big, and I used to have... A very big issue with feeling like my nipples were going to poke out of my bra, perpetuating the problem that nobody. No, honestly, honestly, whenever I my nipples would get harder when I was a kid, I would rub it until they would go away because I thought that was like perverted of me or something. Yeah, and I don't like people looking at my boobs instead of my face. Like, (sighs) so anyway, I wore a heavily padded bra for that purpose. Uh-huh. And because of that, I really, for like the longest time, could not, I had no sensation in my nipples. Like, I just could not feel people squeezing them. Is that, is that uh-huh. weird? Anyway. No, I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm only now getting the sensation back in my nipples. And it's because I insist that they get attention when it's sex time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I was like, I remember doing that all like from like eight to like when I was like, 23 i would like be like oh i can't have rocked it yeah and i'm yeah. like i don't care here's my nipples check them out <laughs> I want more rock in this tit like yeah me too please. and like i love like I, you know now it's just part of the routine like i insist but like no guy's upset to suck on these here titties so <laughs> it don't matter hashtag disgrace <laughs> i can't wait for our fucking hashtag disgrace and hashtag no mug mug no boy needs to be a thing <laughs> mugs and sweaters <laughs> um and also uh it's prescribed <laughs> it's prescribed you do say that a lot <laughs> and kabbalah anyway so he uh he feels me up we kiss and i think that was just okay, okay. <laughs> and so he goes home and this is thursday night and so i think to myself i think you know what I think maybe it was not that great because we need to give it another second shot shot right yeah because maybe i was nervous i'm just like Mm -hmm. not practiced in all of this stuff and he's pretty cute he's not bad looking he's he's funny we have this connection i think not my type i wonder why try this again (laughs) i no girls tried to make out with me otherwise i would have had this shit figured out a long ago um (laughs) 
Well, where so, the hell did that come from? I said he wasn't my type. I wonder why you said no girls try to make out with me. Because I think if it was a girl making out with me, I would have immediately figured out, oh, okay. That's where it is. Really? Yeah. It ha- It takes me a lot to be attracted to a man. He has to have the right personality and he has to have the right look. And he has to have good uh-huh. teeth, and he has to not be an <laughs> asshole, and his family has to be functional. Okay. <laughs> well, good what job, do I Spence. need from girls? <laughs> Nothing. All girls are fucking goddesses, <laughs> and they just need to be into me, bro. <laughs> so it's like, I am bi. Oh, happy bisexuality week, by the way. Or I think oh, is that day. what this is? Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, my bisexuality tips a little bit. It's not balanced, okay? But that's nothing to say about my love and lust for Spencer. Like, <laughs> the dick is good. So The dick is good. <laughs> anyway, I think The dick to is myself, not texting me back right now, by the way, and I'm so annoyed. And I know he's listening to this, and I'm so annoyed at you right now. <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> text me back it's my day off i want to get laid yes <laughs> right now <laughs> um so i think to myself you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go out on a limb here because i usually never did this i i was very timid to be forward with mormon men mm-hmm. because that tended to, to shoot backfire. them away I, well it backfires too especially like if you go too hard they'll feel weird about it because of yeah. the way we were raised and then it's your girl to blame it's always you yes. the, the fault yeah. yes yeah we know how well that works out for me so <laughs> i decide that i'm going to actually um sit by him at sacrament meeting i've never sat by him before at sacrament meeting but i was like come sunday i am physically going to put myself in so have you guys talked at all since the makeout on thursday no no, no text or anything. Not even no. I'm home. None of no, that. No, that's annoying. Yeah. Uh, come Sunday, there's a girl sitting by this guy. Of course. She has a ring on her finger. <gasps> Shame. <laughs> Not shocking though. And you felt murder in your heart, didn't you? I was like, the fuck. <laughs> Imagine two years of that with also sexual intercourse. Yeah, no, I would tef- definitely be up. You would have stabbed. You would have stabbed him forty five times. <laughs> like, I drove all this fucking way, so I. Well, the drive to her- from the drive to Arizona is not a fun one. No, <laughs> and she went over reservations at night. That could be part of the problem. I don't know. Yes. Maybe we should look into that. <laughs> so I sit by her, uh, the fiance in. Um, <gasps> oh, I thought you meant in Sacramento. I'm like you fucking dog. I love I'm it, like, hey, <laughs> babe. No, uh, I sat by her in Relief <laughs> Society, and I was like, wow, that ring is so beautiful. And she was like, thank you. And I was like, how long have you been engaged? She's like, we got engaged Friday. <laughs> and I was like, that is so special. I was like, that's really good. I husband's a really fun. <gasps> oh, you just said his name. <laughs> I have to do a show note. <laughs> name. I hope I know this person is such a good person. Like I'm glad that you guys are like are like they still together. Congratulations. Yes, they are. Um so I confront this bro about it and I was like, Sup. Sup and he bro. Was like, listen. After we sure. made out, I got to thinking that I really do have a connection with this girl. 
and that next day I just drove right up, got a ring, and or I think he's had it actually. Yeah, just he's just waiting for the right one. Yeah, <laughs> he's had the ring longer than he's had the girl. <laughs> Probably <laughs> just proposed. It felt right, and you know I'm really sorry that the that um you had to be in the middle of this. Here's what I heard. I was horny. My girlfriend was two hours away. You I've always easy. wanted to try yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, perfect opportunity. Let's do it. That's all I heard from you, bro. So good luck to <laughs> okay, that. Okay, I have like a very I have a very similar story. Okay. Uh, dude, I was driving to my mom's because I didn't have a job at the time, so everyone nominated me to take care of her when she got her gallbladder out. <laughs> so was, can you start over? Because I there was too many funny elements of that entire thing. <laughs> okay. So I was driving from Penguin to Richfield to my mom's okay. because I was the only unemployed one at the time. <laughs> and all my siblings had nominated me to take care of her while she got her fucking gallbladder surgery. Okay. <laughs> gallbladder surgery is not. Okay. When was this though? Because it's not as bad as it used to be. I don't think. I was 20 and this was my first kiss. Okay. 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 So I am almost where you lose service right before Circleville Canyon and okay. he's like turn around I want to see you oh and we'd been flirting for years okay <laughs> for fucking years like he would text me all the time like culinary school we'd like like not necessarily sex but we'd get like racy especially for someone who's never even kissed someone we were getting racy mm-hmm. um so I turn around we hook up like and how again how far out were you like 20 minutes 20 minutes yeah it wasn't that big a deal Ooh, the anticipation of that though is <laughs> So oh yeah i was like i was like so hot that i was like oh yeah here it comes finally turn on your horn Anyways, also you're the- like this is gonna happen <laughs> well i was also like heart pounding because i'd never kissed anyone before he <gasps> like he had more experience than me he was the town horror but like i loved like i loved him i still do but we were like really good friends too like we were i we've been friends since we were like little kids <laughs> so for some okay. reason in my head i felt yeah. like I've had that. I've had that. Yep. I was like, okay, he's not going to, he's not going to treat me like he treats the other girls in town. Like we're bros, but we're also, we also have this connection. And my mom always said, friends first, friends first, friends first. And I'm like, here it comes. It's finally happening. It's finally happening. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, and again, you're Taylor, you're Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm so Taylor Swift. And like (laughs) our families are connected. He lives like a couple, a couple houses down from my sister. Like, we're always around each other, okay? And we're texting and like da 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 da. He takes me he picks me up and takes me for rides on his motorcycle. Like it's a whole Can't thing. The tension is building. Me? You belong with me. <laughs> He's married now. But uh <laughs> same. <laughs> so I turned around and we like hook up. He has a very beautiful penis. Or maybe it's just in my head because my friends who have had sex with him, like I'm Eskimo sisters with a lot of people in Penguin because of him. <laughs> Actually, that is not actually we've term. never we've never had sex he and i've never had sex but okay. um but you've all seen the penis we've all seen the penis so we all are aware of what it does but um <laughs> so anyways we hook up and then the next morning like i was just like all right i gotta go and he's like okay yeah, i'm gonna miss you and like he was like very like intimate and lovey and with sweet. me and stuff and like forehead against each other and like kissing me goodbye and all this stuff which is great like now i'm just like oh this is just the routine you do when you hook up yep um yeah but like that's unfortunate too like i'm never gonna notice when it's a real moment anymore i will never that's know fucking stupid. but anyways i go from penguin to richfield 
you know, I take care of my mom in the morning. She has to get her surgery in Gunnison because she's pissed off every doctor in Richfield. <laughs> um. Also, there's this weird thing about everybody in Richfield going to Gunnison for their care and everybody in Gunnison going to Richfield for their care. It's just like a weird thing. Well, I specifically remember every single time she's pissed off every single doctor in town. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> We were taking it Cheers off to our off moms territory. for never going to Richfield doctors. <laughs> well, I mean, they started in Richfield, but then the doctor was like, no. Our moms are in a very unique, weird place. I know. They should really be friends, for real. They have so many Venn diagrams. <laughs> no, I know. It's funny, too. And I and I know they, they'll they hate each other. Like, I know they'd hate each other. Like, I just know it. I'd love to see them together. Um, <laughs> little scientific experiment. But anyways, I go take care of my mom. She has like a 6 a.m. you know call time, so we have to leave at 5.30. She's being, of course, a diva because she's scared and because it's my mom, whatever. Um, and I'm like annoyed with her anyways, but I had broken my phone like right when I got to her house that night. Was it a flip phone too? Uh, I think it was like a knockoff of the slide. It was like the Motorola version of the, the, oh. like the slide up one. Cool. Um, but my phone broke. And so I was like, he's probably texting me like, like I have high, high strength anxiety and ADHD. So my mind's racing and like, I'm like, it's finally happening. Like he's so cute. Our babies are going to be adorable. Like I obviously was, you know, it was embarrassing that I was 20 and filling these things. Yes. But again, it is, it is what it is. It is. But (laughs) so my mom gets her surgery during her surgery. I go to like the phone dealership and get a new phone. And then I like text him and I'm like, Hey, sorry, my phone broke. And he was just like, cause I saw that I had a text from him. I just couldn't read it. Oh, I'm like, so I what see. did you see? Yeah. What did you say? Like so the whole time, the whole day I was like, Oh my God, he's probably like, uh, like he, I yeah. Mean, he it, like, yeah. He and thinks I didn't, and I'm I rejecting didn't, him. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't want him to make, I didn't want him to feel like shit. So I was right. like panicked to get my phone. So he sends me this huge text about how he has a girlfriend and he just loves me a lot as a friend. And, um, he, he shouldn't have done that. He caved and he doesn't want to ruin what we have and <laughs> all this fucking shit. And I was just like, yeah, totally. Like I, you, I do value your friendship so much. Cause I did at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, then we continued to hook up for like two years. What? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I made a mistake. Come over. Yeah, and then, like, he would, like, pick me up on his motorcycle, drive me all around, and then the next day, he would drive past my house with his girl, his out-of-town girlfriend on the back. And I'm oh just like, ugh. God. But in my head, I'm like, he's young, we're both young, we'll just, we're just immature, we're idiots, da 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 And then we continue to have, like, a pretty promiscuous, like, we don't talk very much, but we do talk. As Parley Pratt would say, a torrid affair. <laughs> a torrid affair. And it's usually of a sexual nature, as in, like, a couple summers ago, he hits me up and he's like, hey, uh, where do I find a cool band? And I'm like, um, what, like, what did you have in mind? He's like, well, it's for my wedding, so. he wanted Oh, me to, my God. He wanted me to get him a band for his wedding and bartend it. Oh, my Not be a guest. God. Bartend it. And I felt murder in my heart. I've been feeling murder in my heart for about a decade over it. <laughs> oh. But also, I would marry him in a second. <laughs> wow. Bobby. But I just ended up sending him that bullshit. I know. And I just sent him a text because I was like, yeah, let me figure it out. And I was like getting him like a folk band. And like, I was like, yeah, this is what I'll, you know, I'll come down and bartend. And then I was just You're like. You're too fucking good. I was just like, you know what, man? I thought when you hit me up, this was going to be like, I thought you were going to ask me out. I think I've already told the story. So I'm like, I'm just done. Like, I'm yeah. just, no, good luck. I'm done. <laughs> good for you. But it's like, that shit happens all the time. And he's not the only guy who's done that to me. 
You know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. and then again, like I compare texts with the girls he's been hooking up with all through town. Same script. Every single girl gets that text. I really no like way. you. I value our friendship, but I have a girlfriend out of town and duh, duh, duh. Oh and it's gosh. just like murder in my heart. <laughs> Man, uh, I would be so pissed. I'm not anymore. I'm just like really disappointed. But and it's yet like, you never murdered him. <laughs> and yeah, and yet I never murdered him. But I'm also wondering like, what if I wasn't raised in this culture? Would I have? Maybe. No, I would. I just would have been like, bye. Purity culture is so <sighs> difficult because it does attribute to a lot of the things that you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. the um, waiting until you're 20 to have a first kiss. I waited until I was 18 to have a first yeah. kiss. I, I had so many opportunities in high school oh, to be yeah. kissed. Yeah. And, and I, I would s- just avoided them. I avoided them like the yes. fucking plague. And in culinary school too, I had so many opportunities mm-hmm. and a, I didn't really recognize them and B, I was so terrified. So I was actually really happy to have yeah. this experience with him because we were friends for so long and I thought it would be safe, but it turned yeah. out to be this huge disaster where I was just like, fuck. <sighs> and a two year disaster. Purity culture encourages those guys to hide all of this stuff in shame because mm-hmm. if they aren't pure then they can't do the priesthood and if they can't do the priesthood they can't bless the p- sacrament <laughs> you know so and then they can't appear righteous so they can't fool other women like well to be fair deep, he's not man. he's not an active mormon but like okay. he was he was raised mormon until his mom like died and then they kind of like go here and there and stuff his sisters were all married in the temple and stuff too but like i think he was aware of the game he was able to play yeah you know what i mean yeah because yeah, i was i was gonna say like my dude was this stake president's son like (laughs) there's this and he was like the uh ward elders quorum president for the singles ward or some shit Mm -hmm. and so it's just like and i didn't tell i didn't tell a damn soul because i thought you know well i mean but who why would you tell though too like you're not trying to but it's also like i just feel like i just got so like disrespected yes it's a disrespecting too especially because like i felt like i was more important to him than getting the same fucking script script as every other girl in town I thought you know because we were we yeah and like we were like close buddies until and then we and then we hooked up for two years and then I'd found out that he would be hooking up with like but like it was like what you said in the rape culture episode like are we hooking up because if we're gonna hook up let's I want to call on you just as much as you call on me like yes let's make it a thing (laughs) like because that was the point where I was like I don't care like let's do whatever we do like I wasn't gonna wait till marriage to have sex but it was also like why do you gotta play me like this man why can't we just be too fucking you know like people hooking up and just have it be what it is but yeah yeah because it's it's that and but it's just so common in you know every girl i know this has happened to them every single girl in mormon culture i know you know you know i was texting that guy that uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) terrible handy guy the chub um right before before i met spencer um so Mm -hmm. we still remained friends after this and i texted him and i was just like i can't I know that we're not going to be together. You've clearly established that you're not into me like that. But I can't figure out why I'm not good enough for all of the other people I try to date. Yeah, I, I can't know. figure that out either. Like, why don't people want to date me? <laughs> I yeah. guess I don't try. People do. Yeah. Micaiah's like, you refuse to date Bobby. Don't act like you're a victim here. He always is calling me out on that. He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would go on these dates. I was trying to do this. And, like, it felt like I would be – I told this person – I will be so excited over text and like I feel like my real Mm -hmm. personality shows when I'm like through this text but when we get to the date I can't I can't you know 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm, but like, I'm still, like I'm struggling right now. I don't even understand dating now because like <laughs> I don't even feel like I'm dating this guy that I'm sleeping with. But like, we get together. I feel like we have a pretty good time. We both have orgasms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the other time, the last time I was there, he was like, I gotta get up early, early. And I was like, okay, I'll come over early. Like I left my friends. I was there at nine and I was gone before midnight. Mm. So like, that's a way cool chick in my opinion. <laughs> So why isn't he <laughs> texting me back? <laughs> well, I seriously, though, why isn't it come a palooza right now? I want to know. <laughs> so please. Somebody text her back. <laughs> Somebody, please, for Christ's sake, text me You deserve me back. it. You deserve it. Well, I asked this guy, I was like, what's, what's the disconnect here? And he's like, listen, you are a great girl and you have a great personality and you are so enjoyable in person. And just because I'm not the right person for this job. No, that's true. I think he said, what do you have to lose? Yeah, that's true. If you show your true colors and you make a fool of yourself and they're not interested. I good. guess he's not the one. <laughs> good. <laughs> because are you really going to win somebody on a facade? Yeah, because it's going to come and out eventually. Like, you want to trap them? Yeah. Do you want to yeah. really trap someone? So he's like, look at it this way. Be yourself. If they're interested, they'll bite. If they're not interested, move on. It's better for the both of you. Oh, my God. Can I talk to you Wait. about... Okay, sorry. <laughs> the very next date I went on... Spencer. Was Spencer. And I was myself, and it was so easy. And the very next text that I got from Spencer was, I really enjoyed our date. I feel like... I felt like I could be myself. Oh, I it love was that. the highest compliment like that was just the goal, right? And so that's how I knew it was right. But um, thank you, terrible handy, for <laughs> that great advice that got me here. <laughs> um, I kind of told off a guy who's from Wisconsin, but he is the only guy I've ever met on Tinder, the one that thinks women shouldn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I haven't heard from him. Like I don't, I don't even remember his name. Honestly, I told him that. I told him that the other day. I'm like, dude, I don't even remember your name. <laughs> And <laughs> he's over here spelling my name right. Like, no one on the Laugh Finder podcast could do that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's like, um, he always hits me. He like he called me like three o'clock in the morning, and then um, was like, send me a picture of your butthole because he wanted to hook up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And then uh, he, in the like morning, he was like telling me about like all this stuff that he's doing, and he's like having a good time. And I'm like, well, I mean, you seem happier. I'm happy for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And um. But also, he's a guy who told me to leave in the middle of us hooking up because he was over it. And then immediately started dating another girl. What a wiener. So I'm guessing, like, while we were, like, on our date, because, like, we, like, we, like, got dinner. We were, I was, like, gonna, we were going to, like, cook and stuff. He must have gotten a text from her or something. And mm-hmm. he was, like, I'm over this. Nah. And I was just, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crazy. But he continues to hit me up all the time. And I'm just, like, why? No. Like, why do you think you can do that? Why do you think you have that right? You were such a, you were like, I cried. Like I called Dusty Stella. I called him and I cried and I was like, I don't know what just happened. Like, I was just like, he's like, Bibs. He's like, he got a a different offer in the middle of your date. That's what just happened. And I'm like, but they don't have me over that. They are. And it's like, it sucks. And it's like, so exposing. Like, Mm -hmm. But, like, I was just like, no, it's me. I know it's me. He's like, it's not you. <laughs> He's like, he got a different offer. And that's, he's just using you for sex probably, which is whatever. Fine. I'm cool with that. But um, he hit me up the other day trying to hook up. And I was like, nah. 
And then um, he was like, well, I just got out of a bad relationship. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I was Good. like, I don't care. Good. And um, he's like, it just sucks because, like, she was so cool, but I found out she was cheating on me. And I'm like, I, he told me, like, six months ago that he just got out of a bad relationship. And I'm like, I don't really feel bad for someone who's in two bad relationships in one year. Like, maybe don't be in a relationship for a while. Right. And he's like, I'm pretty sure it was the same girl. And I'm like, and I'm pretty sure I don't care. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I thought we were friends. And I'm like, we're not friends. I'm like, I don't even remember your fucking name. And I'm like, and my friends don't not talk to me for months and then mm-hmm. call me at three o'clock in the morning and then send me a text, send me a picture of their butthole. I don't get texts. I don't get calls like that from friends. Right. I'm like, uh, so we are what we are. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm just going to tell you right now. And he's like, you're just bitter. And I'm like, I am not bitter fuck at all. You. <laughs> I'm going to say, I, um, um, but like, he always tells me like how great his sex life is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was like, I guess I was, I sent a text to the guy that I've been sleeping with and it was suggestive. And I was like, sorry, that wasn't meant for you. Cause I don't have either no- one of their numbers saved. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's one of these. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Wrong I was like, I was like, that was meant for someone else. He's like, whoops. And I'm like, I need to start saving numbers, I guess. And he's like, damn. And I'm like, what? And he's like, save numbers. And I'm like, his at least dude has given me so many orgasms in such a short period of time. Maintenance fees are super low too. It's nice. And he mm-hmm. just sends me back a thumbs up <laughs> and I'm like, it's annoying when people do that, huh? Lesson learned. And I called him by the wrong name on purpose. <laughs> and he's like, you bitter. And I'm like, no, that was actually, uh, I was like, that was actually meant for him. And I'm like, but that final overshare was in your honor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because you do that to me all the time and it's annoying as fuck. And I'm like, since we're friends and all, I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> and he's like, I don't inform you about my sex life. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Okay, right. <laughs> and he's like, weird. And I'm like, that's a mirror. Enjoy the view. And he's like, you're being bitter. And I'm like, I'm really not. I'm like, you said you wanted to be my friend. I call my friends out on their bullshit. Like yeah. how your main intentions in life revolve around hurting others. Something you actually told me when he was drunk i'm like do better he's like what i'm like yeah you definitely confessed your motives with women and he's like weird don't remember that and i'm like i don't think you remember a lot of the shit you do you're reckless (laughs) i'm like and i can't really stand you because not only do you have a lot of potential you know you have a lot of potential and instead of using that to be a good person you use it to lure women in so you could be cruel and demeaning it's so Mm -hmm. fucking lame get over your trauma (laughs) and he's like fuck off and then i just sent him walter from the big lebowski saying am i wrong And he's like, you're not going to solve anyone's emotional bullshit over text while they are at work. And I'm like, I can't solve anything for you. And he's like, so you're th- uh, through my problems on my face. You're, th- you're throwing my problems on my face for it. I'm like, someone has to. And I'm like, something tells me you're not close to very many people. So I did you a f- the favor. You're welcome. And he did not respond. Shocking, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I was just like, I have had it with these fuck boys. You want to come play? Let's play. Yes. Because I don't well, want another Jody Arias, but like right. I do get, I get homicide, I get murder in my heart when the, when people treat each other like shit, especially yes. in these vulnerable moments. Yes, it's and, and what's, what's so many like, tr- like, it, yes, it's I think it's mostly abusive, um, but nobody's gonna call it that way. Do you think that there is correlation or causation here? Oh, I don't know, both probably, right? Like, I think, I think people, I think, I think a lot of th- these dudes are in these patterns because they see it happening. Yes. Not because they're critically thinking about how shitty it is. Right. I think, uh, these dudes have traumatic shit going on. Like the yeah. dude that I, his mom was dead. Like he had mommy issues. I'm a little bit older than him. So he had like, you know, 
I'm three years older than him, but um, he would always tell me that he liked older women, even though like <laughs> we weren't that we're not that far much far different. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm Mormon standards. I'm, it is. I'm two weeks older than Spence, and I get to be a cougar for two weeks out of the year. That's hot. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> um, but I don't know. What do you think? I think. I think. I think it caught. I think it's just a vicious cycle that's constant, you know. And, and you've seen that sure. cycle where it says like, "nice guy gets fucked over by a bitch," who um, fucks over, you know. What I mean, like who used to be a nice girl who got fucked over by an asshole. You know what I mean? It's right. Just, it's just it's just round and round we go. Right. And like, here we are again talking about maybe that's the biggest Mormon crime is all this stuff, fucking sexual trauma that they have thrown yes. on us. Because here's where I wanted to link that up to. The wise men built his house upon the rock, right? Mm -hmm. That's the primary song about making sure your foundation is solid. And what the song is about is like building up your testimony and making sure it's strong so that the the foundation of your testimony doesn't blow away when trials come. The foundation of Mormonism is built on crime, plagiarism, (laughs) sex crimes, is is the foundation like by the fruits of their their by their fruits you shall know them right the fruits of this is this culture that's got rampant mistreatment of human beings up until criminal activity i mean but like isn't every good religion based off some sort of crime like the crusades and stuff italians are actually a really good example of a different culture but that's also sexually bad yeah a criminal in the, like i mean look at the jersey shore crew like they're all hoes yeah until their mothers and then they suddenly forgot that i needed an abortion one time or i needed to do conscious you know what i mean like i or yeah. i did this like they suddenly switch to make the switch like i'm not that person anymore it's like well you were that person and maybe you should have some fucking consequences for your fucking actions yeah at least some recognition so well, i don't know i'm thinking about america as a culture that it was built on a lot of shit that is shitty treason for example <laughs> slavery <laughs> for yeah. another example murdering indigenous people for another example another so, example yeah yeah what Syphilis. are we doing are we unraveling this whole thing should we should just burn it to the ground i can't wait for the end of the human race <laughs> do you think aliens honestly will come back? <laughs> i'm not even no i think we've we've that sh- ship has sailed like maybe they would have like if we would have changed our trajectory 10 years ago but we didn't so yeah, the great filter. And by 10 years ago, I mean 90s, the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so 20 for 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, like 92. <laughs> did <laughs> um, did we have a discussion about the great filter? Because maybe we'll have that on the, I guess we'll have to review our notes for the <laughs> alien episode and hit that again on the new supernatural one. But What is the great filter? We'll hit it when we get there. We've uh, We've recorded two hours and 20 minutes of this stuff, so. All right. Well, I mean, we're gonna have to edit out a lot because we said names we were prepared. <laughs> that name is one second. And yes, I was prepared. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm fucking with you. I'm really um, glad that you brought up Jody Arias though, because that was like, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm sad I, I didn't bring of... her up at rape culture. But <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just rape culture part two. <laughs> yeah, and also crimes. It's crimes. Yeah. So yeah, it's, she, it's did, she did. Co- she did. Uh, she it definitely works. committed a crime. I don't, I'm not excusing anything she did, obviously, but I also have some sort of understanding in her murder in my heart. Like I said, I just you just feel that where you're just like, what did I just put myself through? And then just to be thrown away like that. Yeah. You know, like she took it to extremes, but it's common in Mormon culture. 
Men, watch yourselves. <laughs> Crimes. Who is the real criminal here? <laughs> well, Jody Arias is. So. <laughs> well, it's Jody. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, she and like her. Also, if you want to just cringe your life away, just watch anything you can on her. She's just awful. She's definitely a psychopath. Like, no doubt about it. But like, the Mormon rigmarole got used on the wrong psychopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. People are going to be like, yeah, the co-host of uh, Is This a Place thought it was really funny that whatever Travis Alexander died. <laughs> I, I saw All a picture right. of him and he's a, he has like a Aeropostale shirt on and I was like, eh, par for the times, man. 2008, that was really douchey looking of him. I can't even tell you how trashy Arizona was back then. <laughs> like seriously, like I'd go to Christian pool parties and be like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> seriously and then like we'd go out like i had like such a diverse group of friends i was in culinary school and then i worked at the big mall there so i had like a bunch of fashionistas and then like the highbrow culinary fucks mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like we were always up doing random stuff and i was always like there was always some sort of trashy fucking element and i think it was just the time you know, yeah. it was like, that's just like when like shells and like the yeah, I know. in your hair that you'd put. <laughs> but I'm just saying like the way that f- people treated each other. It was just okay. so completely different. You know what I mean? Like even think about reality TV too. Like that's where the, this is like when Donald Trump got super famous was the apprentice treating people like shit. Yeah. True. Um, and we all loved it. And you know, like, well, we still like anything. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah. I'd sit on that face. <laughs> <laughs> No boots up his ass, though. <laughs> no boots up his ass. Maybe a sausage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> An English sausage. Come on. Oh, my pudding. Black pudding. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a movie podcast episode. So I'm going to be mentioning the movie Annette. It's on Amazon You have homework, Prime. people. It's on Amazon Prime. I will be mentioning it. It... Um, yeah, but that's that's not all. We're going to have each a list of 10, 15 movies that we like fucking love and also some recommendations for Mormons. Um, so, yeah, tune in in two weeks, but also next week as well. And for whatever we have. Wait, what are, is, are we doing it for next week? No, it's your turn to pick the topic next week, Bobby. Oh, I thought you were giving me that topic as like a freebie. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, we're going to do your choice, work, yeah. and then we're going to do movies, and then we're going to do music. Murder it is. All right. Murder is <laughs> fine. Crimes. No, I don't know. I don't. I got to think. It's probably going to be completely non-Mormon related people. Let's just that would be, be real great. there. Yeah, because we can only though. do so much Mormon stuff in a yeah, season. Yeah. All right. And we're going to have a, we have some good guests coming up, too. So. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. All right. Well, we we say these things. Name Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.